Yeah, that's really like, um, big screen up there. No, I'm talking about the background. Oh, <laughs> good evening, everyone. What is going on? Episode 70 of the South Florida Gamers Podcast. I'm your host, the Silverback Senpai. Across the table from me is Waluigi. Oh, good evening, folks. Long time no see. It's been less than 24 hours and happy to be here again. Absolutely. And we also have some returning guests. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Go for it. Go ben, for it. <laughs> a.k.a. Uber's Cosplay. Eddie uh, from Flynn's. Uh, I'm David, a.k.a. Four Face Buttons. Oh, not this guy again. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> were you here yesterday? No. I was here yesterday, actually. <laughs> they were not, not for the podcast. Not for the but podcast, for the but for the evening. I know, I yes. saw the, I saw the, t- the Twitch. The guys showing off the tattoos and stuff. Oh, yeah. They're good on uh, Master Raven. He uh, beat my ass. I'm not happy about that. But I, I got I to gotta hold the loss. Cool. All right, so this episode of the podcast is going to be available on all audio hosting platforms. Just go ahead and Google... Search South Florida Gamers Podcast and you will find us there. And of course, video playback will be available on Facebook and YouTube later this week. So getting right into it, uh, Waluigi, go ahead and list off the first topic that we have for uh-huh. tonight. So uh, did you guys ever have foresight to see gaming where it is now and compared to uh, back in the late 80s and 90s? Where gaming is today? Yeah. Like, did you guys like see this type of stuff coming? Before you answer that, I will say for tonight's topic, this is just the 30-plus edition of the podcast. So all of us except Waluigi are over the age of 30. So majority of... Who's the oldest, though? I think... Am I? I think you. Are you 30? I I think I'm older than you. Are you 39? I'm 37. I'm 38. Oh, Okay, so Eddie's the oldest one. 38. I'm the oldest. (laughs) Born in 1984. (laughs) 85. The year all the movies, good movies came in. And I'm 88. Yeah, so, 89. So all of us here, except Waluigi, have, I would say, what, over two? Did you say 2006? 96. Oh, 96. I'm like, hold on. I'm like, what are they feeding these kids to make it look like me? It's crazy. So all of us here, except Waluigi, has like over 20 years of gaming experience in so many different genres and fields. So today's just, uh, just that special episode. So... Now we can continue with the topics and go ahead and read it off again. Oh. Sorry for the cutoff. You're fine. You're fine. Did you, did you have the foresight to see gaming where it is now compared to back then in the late 80s and 90s? Mm, I, I didn't. I, I, today it's much more complicated than it was in the past. Oh, that's definitely agreed. Right? Like you, you, down, you get a game. You got to download 600 gigabytes of other content. I think, sure. I think I thought we'd be living in the video game. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> oh, my sure. God. Like Tron. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's, what they, uh, that's what the movies wanted you to think right. back then. I'm still waiting for my uh, self-lacing shoes, my, my hoverboards, my flying cars. Yeah. So, you know. There wow. was a lot more, like, camaraderie. I mean, there was more, like, in-person camaraderie back in the, like, the 90s. Because if you wanted to play with your friends, you had to be in the physical room yeah. with them. Yeah. That yeah. got replaced by the Internet. That got replaced by the Internet. Th- there was options to play online back then. It's just that um, not a lot of people used them yet, even, like, SegaNet. Yeah, 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 that's you true. Could you could plug yeah, your yeah, Genesis yeah. into the net for Christ. Yeah, expand, expand yeah. on Super Nintendo and Genesis, and you had Sega Net. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you could, and you talk well, about SNES had, and didn't SNES have a yeah, feature? It, it had well, something called the X-Band. You yeah. talk about downloading games, too. You could do that on Sega Net. You could download yeah, you could games download on games. your cartridges. So it's, it's, no, no, but we could have a disc, and like, let's say you want to play a game, you go home, you just put the disc in, and it runs. Yeah. Now, it's not the case. Not really, no. Day one DLC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, it's worse now than it is back then because now, let's just say you get the game 
on a physical disc and you put the disc in now you have to download the update or if you're first for a good example like call of duty Modern warfare 2 that came out last year even though you have the disc you still need to download everything else just for you to play the game Damn. yeah like what's even on the disc extra the steps it's freaking no because they're calling all the data they must so you got to call the data from wherever it's being called from the server and download it to your system oh, snap. Yeah. Extra, think of how many discs they would have to give you. That's It'd be like I mean. a Bible. It'd be like, here you go. Here's, here's Call of Duty. Well, I mean, you know, like, for the level. Here's because, the one for the uh, textures. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it used to be for PC games. Right, yeah. Where there were like five or six install discs. Yeah. Right. And then there was a play disc. Or like as you move oh. through the game. I remember as you move through oh, the sure, game. Yeah, the, the real Like Command and Conquer, they would have like. The Soviet campaign. They, yeah, you'd have campaign. different discs. Even StarCraft had it. Yeah. StarCraft had, had oh. the, discs. The, the expansion disc and then the original disc. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a lot less complicated. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's, it's so it's frustrating to me because I remember growing up, uh, getting to the Xbox 360 age, and this idea of developers have the option to patch a game. Obviously, that started with PC, but I feel like it, at least for consoles especially, it really took off during the Xbox 360. And I love this idea of like, oh, if there's a mistake in a game... They can fix it. Right. Like, this is going to be, and they can add more content. It's going to be great. I see what you're saying. What ends up happening is like, well, they're just not finishing the game. Right. They're they'll letting, release it early and they'll finish it later. Yeah, they're letting you like, beta test it. Yeah. And they're letting you beta test it. It's some real monkey's paw kind of thing. Yeah. No. It's, it's terrible. I hate it. It is. Um, I'd rather go back in the day where it's like, you know what? Maybe the game's not perfect, but at least it's finished. At least it is what it is to a certain extent. Yeah, 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 a hundred percent. I just I put the cartridge. And we were happy with it. Yeah, we were happy to play it. I mean, that's all. Simpler times. At least I was. Oh yeah, no, I was. Now people are assuming there wasn't YouTube, so people weren't disgruntled. You had to write into like, (laughs) you had to write into a Power magazine, right? And disclose the problem. Oh my god. Back back then, if uh, specific, if a character was broken in a fighting game, you had to write a letter and buy a stamp and mail it to Capcom. They should institute that again. <laughs> no more emails. No more. You got a problem with Flynn's? Write a letter. Mail it. You'll get a lot less complaints, but at least uh, the ones you do get, you can take them a little more seriously. <laughs> he went through the effort. <laughs> some, this, yeah, some actually tried. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, let's see what he has to say. In cursive. There you go. <laughs> Klingon. I would, I would say, like, the foresight that I had, like, growing up was the fact that you know games are gonna get better it's gonna look graphically better the visuals are gonna be good the sound's gonna be really great the soundtrack that you hear for um you know certain games are gonna be really good to the point where it's like okay i want to listen to this more like there are times where back then i would literally just like uh, a good game a, a good example um gundam battle assault 2 where oh sure the menu you could just leave it, just leave it on, and just be like, just listen to the whole thing, just like chill and relax, because it was just mm. so soothing to just listen to. Now, yeah, you can, you know, get the soundtrack separately, but sometimes they charge you for it, which, fine, okay, yeah. I'll support that, but it did make me appreciate the fact that back then, you know, there, um, you know, everything is gr- getting better, but also at the same time, you're also you also have those minor grievances that you have with gaming, where it's like, man, I wish it, you guys could have went back then, where we would have, if we spent sixty bucks, that's the full game. 
I got a full complete game. Yeah. Now all of a sudden it's just I spent sixty bucks just to get like a quarter of the game, and now I have to spend an additional twenty dollars or forty dollars for additional content to make the game feel complete. Or mm. one of the things I would tell people to do is wait for a game of year edition. Yeah, because yeah. you'll have everything or some deluxe edition. We have a lot of comments going on. Yeah, the uh, the master like editions, those kind of things. Though they got their own problems. I don't know if you if you're familiar with like the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Oh, oh sure. yeah. The way they, they remake and remaster certain games. And <laughs> well, it's they like... just, they outright remove some of the DLC. So right. like the Pinnacle Station DLC from the first game, because that was like an Xbox Live exclusive thing, just got totally axed just because they couldn't get the rights to it. Oh, yeah. hmm. <laughs> that's weird. Gaming it's, has definitely changed. It's, it's disappointing because uh, back in the day, obviously, there were expansion packs. That was a very common thing. Mm -hmm. But it felt like you were getting something more. I mean, may, maybe I'm being naive. Maybe if I'm looking back, I might be wrong. I don't know. I'm not going to be an expert on this. But it felt like you were getting something substantial. Yeah. yeah. These days... I mean, what, an expansion pack back then was like $20? Yeah. These days, uh, I, I don't know if they're still charging for map packs in Call of Duty. No, not anymore. But I, I remember during like the PS3, oh, yeah. 360 era, uh, it was like $15 for a couple of maps or something. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even equivalent to the same amount of content. It, it doesn't make sense. Why is it charging so much for so little? Um, yeah. Oh, that was frustrating. And then by the time we're like, okay, we're going to give you guys a sale to release all the map packs. And then it's like right before the next Call of Duty game if, comes if, out. So just like, hey, here's a sale to get, you know, all the content from this current game. But next month, we're also dropping another game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's how it gets you. Yeah, that, that absolutely <clears throat> is. Because obviously everyone wants to jump ship to the next game. Yeah. yeah. And no one's going to be around to play the maps that you just bought. So it's a waste. I started seeing that. That's one of the things that made me stop playing Call of Duty. And I was just like, I'm done. Like, I just, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna keep spending money every season on a video game. Oh, but Guilty Gear is great though. <laughs> you, you have to be biased. You're sponsored. Man. <laughs> uh, no, oh. no matter what, they're gonna get you somehow. Oh, definitely. Yes, they will. If you wanna, if you wanna play this medium. Uh, you want you want to play this? Uh, you want to play video games? You know, it's gonna They're cost gonna get, you. It's gonna cost you. They're gonna get you somehow. It is what it is. What about your thoughts, Waluigi? Uh, what game? Even though you're the youngest one. Honestly, I started like the N64, Game Boy Advance. I was not expecting to have a uh, a shit ton of downloading process, going through ste steps, mods. Like I was not introduced to this until like my early twenties. Hmm. Seeing this now and then seeing like emulations and reanimating such games, it's very good to give a second chance for people like me that were, weren't introduced to much. Hmm. But definitely with gaming, I, I did not see this coming either. I expected hoverboards and shit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I believe a lot of us did like expect like gaming to you know take us to this brand new utopia, but it's like it's, it's not a utopia. It doesn't feel like a utopia. If yeah. anything, it just feels like we're getting ripped off even more, and it's just, and it's costing us, and it's just like. But at least we're here in arcade doing it together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least. I, I think uh, I think a big part of it is um, we wouldn't keep doing it if we didn't have a love for the medium. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Which, oh, which 100 I absolutely do. I'm I'm willing to shell out you know whatever extra they want to charge, just because uh, I'm really infatuated by the potential that video games can do. And I, I want to like keep seeing how this goes further. So uh, it's your fault. 
Oh, don't. <laughs> whenever, whenever, like, uh, on another note, whenever you see collegiate institutions beginning to pick up on this whole esports thing, you could it could go one of two ways. It could be positive, but most likely extremely negative, mm-hmm. because of the mere fact that now they're going to capitalize on this. Yeah. As we're being approached now by multiple collegiate institutions in South Florida that all want to have a a gaming element. And then yeah. I'm like, wait a second, you have no clue what this is all about. Okay. They're like, oh, we don't care. And I'm like, well, they, they just want a piece of the pie. Yeah, they want a piece of the pie. Then you got to ask yourself, if they want a piece of the pie, what are the developers going to start doing? You know, what, how are they going to modify games or produce them quicker or whatever the case may be to keep up with it? It's kind of like animation, like like cartoons. Yeah. Both, there's so much, it's content overload, you know, like now. Same video games seem to be the same way, like... Uh, that Game Pass thing that they have on like PlayStation sure. um, stuff. Yeah, PlayStation like, Plus has so it. It's, it's a cool thing, but it's so many, so much content to dig. There is. There's more. There's more money in it than Hollywood now. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. So that's the thing. He's... And so you got to ask yourself: if everyone starts going to school for game design, and the game design field gets more competitive, what's going to happen to the gaming eventually? Well, now you have a lot of people that flunked out in film school to go into video games. Yeah. So that's that's why you get everything that has to be like this big, epic, long story that, you know, all the writers in Hollywood turn oh, me down, so plot. I'll go to a video game studio True. and make it instead. That's, that's, that's where you get your, your Hideo plot. Kojimas. Yeah. <laughs> as, as much he was, as he's pretty, he's pretty cool, he's done, he's done he's some good stuff. He's legitimately bitter he could not make it in film. Oh, 100%, yeah. <laughs> like, that's not, if you, you read into, like, his interviews and the stuff he said, like, it's pretty clear. Yeah. Um, yeah I was, I was gonna. And now you have The Last of Us. Oh, I'm a not game that want a game that <laughs> wanted to be a movie. And now, now it's a TV now it's, show. now it's a, it's a bad game became a bad TV show. <laughs> oh, like, the turns have tables. Like uh, that's what it's the, like the Walking Dead. It, it reminds me a lot of The Walking Dead, but we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> it's not horrible. How it's is it watchable. that a PS3 game looks better than a multi-million-dollar like? Television production. We don't know. It's <laughs> easy so, 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 so to forget. Yeah, last we time. Did they cast that quickly, actress how, just because she looks that terrible? I don't know. Who? Which, which the one? main girl. Uh, uh, the, the one who's playing she, Ellie. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, oh, God, it's a click. Oh, no, it's the main character. <laughs> <laughs> also, they got the guy from, uh, what's his face, from Mandalorian. Is that who that is? Yeah, that's the main. They, like, character. threw a bunch of, like, gray paint on him, so I didn't under- I didn't recognize him. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? They uh, didn't, they made it bad on purpose, so you would talk about it. You know, success. You're, you're giving them free advertising. You're right. I thought this was the actress at one point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't say the more like evil things I thought when I saw her. Let's put it that way. I mean, oh, not, but you watched it. I'm not so wrong. They got us I, I, I watched it because I was falling asleep on the floor next to my girlfriend. <laughs> she had it on, and the dogs were like lying on me. So I'm like, I guess I'll watch this. And I didn't even like hear it. I was like watching the subtitles, and I'm like. It's just the game with some of the sequences out of order and like really bad acting. Oh, I didn't play the game. So, I mean, like the game wasn't good. <laughs> so the first one was okay. The first one was okay if it was like a walking simulator slash yeah. CGI movie. Yeah. And now it's like a show, and I'm just like, well, it's just the game again. It's the same thing. Yeah. 
you kind of know what to expect. And we won't talk about the second one because I know you have some very... I've heard this lecture three times already. Yeah. (laughs) In my car. (laughs) I've never met this guy before, but like instantly I I relate to you so well. (laughs) Good Lord. It's very simple. Just assume everything will disappoint you. And 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 you'll usually be okay. Exactly. Not wrong at all. <laughs> um, what you were saying about um, companies wanting to, or the collegiate level, co- yeah. collegiate uh, institutions wanting to to get into this industry, uh, that kind of as as any industry, as any medium becomes more and more mainstream, it gets to the point where um, you want to try to make your product appeal to the largest audience possible. Correct. And unfortunately largest audience possible might not be the people who are currently playing the game yeah. who are currently most devoted mm-hmm. so it has to, it becomes this weird balance where like we need to appease the people that the spectators are coming to watch in the first place but we want to appease the spectators as well right mm-hmm. and when it leans too far to the spectators the people actually play the game and buy the game and buy the game they're gonna stop and then it's like all of a sudden it's like oh why is no one buying our game anymore? Yeah, and so. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't see the the collegiate level having the for my interaction so far. They don't have the foresight to see what's going to happen and how to continually grow. Potentially, now it's just a money grab. So they're like, <clears throat> well, it's popular. Let's just do it, you know, and, exactly. and get whatever money they get out of it. You know, it's it could be it could be good because it'll introduce more people to the gaming world. Sure, but it could be very bad, like you said. It could tilt so far that the developers like screw this what, what game do you want mr college man you know what i'm saying and then they'll develop for them exactly you know i mean it, it's funny it's like well not to mention how the heck are they going to have the licensing rights they must have to purchase exclusive licensing rights from the developers true to actually capitalize on it financially because remember like like with movies and stuff you can't just show a movie technically you're not supposed to show a movie outside of your home you have to pay for it. Like when we do movies here, we pay for it. We pay for that license. Yeah, right? So I wonder if the collegiate level will have to get sponsorship or consent from, let's say, the guys That's who true. did the League of Legends or Dota. I or, imagine they would have to. You'd imagine, right? Like Microsoft does it. Because you know you get like the wrong. You get the wrong person behind your IP nowadays, and that's a death sentence. Yeah, yeah. So yep. I'd be interested to see how they handle that. We'll see. Um, I'm also uh, I'm also really glad that as mainstream as games have become, it has opened the opportunity for like, I mean, very biased and stupid of me, but like local tournaments. Yeah, local. Like yeah. I never had anything like that growing up. Yeah, they were much tougher to find. Yes. Yep. And, um, and now, I mean. Well, that? You have to travel for them. Yeah, yeah or yeah, like land. Well, it depends, yeah. if tr- Tournaments or like lands. Yeah, that lands were more common for me, but tournaments sure. were, yeah, very, some lands, yeah. were very, more, much harder to find. But at least um, I grew up uh, in Orlando, mm-hmm. which you would figure would be easier. But um, I moved to Wellington like, I was like 10, 12 or something. Mm-hmm. That might have been the age that I would try to look for this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find anything. Right. It was just, it was, it was a dead spot for me. I couldn't, you know. Uh, but once I started going to Florida Atlantic University, people were playing Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and uh, Smash Brothers <coughs> Melee. Right. I was like, oh, so there's, there's other people who play video games. Yeah. This is, this is actually a thing. Oh, okay. That's true. It's uh, become much more mainstream. Yeah. So 
that I do appreciate that um that that I I, I, I can just play with other people more easily. Right. I, I, I guess right now there's a really good balance, but I am scared of how that balance could shift in the future. Yeah. You know, right right now I think it's okay. I I think it's about as good as it's gonna be right now. Yeah. I'd like it to be better, but yeah. you know. Yeah, because right now you have gamers that are voicing their you know concerns and their problems with uh, certain game companies and developers with their wallets. Like, if you put out a bad product, don't expect us to buy it. Like, we'll make sure that your your game gets no sales. What, yeah. What was um what was that thing um, what was the Battlefield game that took place in World War Two? Um, uh, Battlefield Battle, Five. Battlefield Five. Yeah. I believe uh, shortly after the E3 presentation, there was this uh, infamous interview or, or a post on Twitter or something where he's like, oh, if you don't like it, don't buy the game. Yeah. Antagonizing and, your fans. Yeah, yep. and then what happened? It's like, no, oh, nobody they didn't buy it. What a, what a mystery. Nobody touched was it. Was that and the it, one where everyone was complaining because, like, the characters didn't have, like, historically accurate stuff? It was like, for yeah, the yeah, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's like, just like, weird. Like, what, it's what like the, Germany 1939 and a guy's running around with an STG 44. It's like, well, the, the gun is the year, 44. It's 1939. Yeah, something like that. You There's know what stuff I mean? like that. Um, one the of the future. Mo- one of the bigger ones is, uh, I believe there was a character who was missing a leg and yes. had, a, had a prosthetic. That's what I was thinking of. The that woman, was Battlefield right? One. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was, it was in the new movie. It was, it was in the new movie. Oh, okay. Or the new game. The new game. Oh yeah. And um, and yeah, everyone was like, we we can understand. Uh, you're trying to do this balance between fantastical and historical, you know, but at what point does it go too far? Yeah. At what point is it no longer believable? Uh, I didn't play Battlefield Five. I don't really care. But I did. If it was but, a realistic um, like shooter game, like realistic, everyone would hate it because it'd be incredibly boring. Sure, and that, that's why I say there has to be a balance. <laughs> S- sitting in a hole for hours, occasionally you stick the gun over the top. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, um, there's a there's a game called uh, Verdun that's like that on Steam. Wait, really? Yes. Where it's like a super... World War One. yeah. It's that. Very, much more closer to realistic World War One. You never see what kills you, that kind of thing. Yeah. It just I, happens. I, I watched a friend play it, and um, I don't know anything about the game, but I was impressed that he was getting kills, and I'm like, what are you shooting at? It's just dots on the horizon, and he has like a rifle, and he's, he's making it work. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Oh my god. So, you know, it's, it's cool, but obviously, that's a niche game. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not gonna reach a real audience, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can understand why people get upset at Battlefield Five because there has to be that balance between realistic and ridiculous. And uh, for a lot of fans, they went a little too far yeah. in one way. And yeah, they, they antagonized the fan base. Yeah. They, they were they That's... were so cocky and they were so confident. And what happened? It's like oh. Thirty days later, the game's um, selling for half off. Yeah. So how could it sixty dollar game? Thirty days later, all right, we're selling it for thirty bucks because they realized, yeah, we messed up. Yeah, I forgot right. about. And that. then I remember the person that made that comment resigned. Good, <laughs> good, as they should. As what, they should. Yeah. What's our next topic? Our next topic. Wow, Google Docs could load faster. Uh, what are some of the things that is slept on this generation that was appreciated back in the past? That is, what was the first that I slept on? Yeah, like something that you missed, or that was missed about. That was missed about it? Like what slept on, what slept on this generation, right? Yes. That so, we appreciated back then. Um, I'll, I'll take a point on this one. Ahead. I would say the fact that um, full games and the fact that oh, uh, yeah. multiplayer games had a split screen oh, and um, yeah. couch co-op, like 
I appreciate that more, and that's completely slept on this generation because now everything is online. Yeah, I would I would, agree with that. I would say the only company that's still, you know, doing that to some degree is Nintendo because at least with their Mario games, you're able to still play with people, you know, next to you. Yeah. Compared to PlayStation and Xbox, it's like, oh, well, m majority of it's online. Did Gears of War did a split screen or no? They did. Yeah. The, the recent one? Yeah, I they don't still, know about the recent. They still, they still do. They still do? Oh, that's, okay. that's I thought they did it. I saw it. It's, it's still a pain yeah. in, in the butt, honestly, just because you have a very good portion of your screen other perspectives. Of course, but, sure. That, but it's still, it's a classic feeling. That's the sacrifice you have to accept with split screen, obviously. But I always appreciate when the option's there. And, uh, and it sucks that it's, it's so... You still have certain games that are pushing for it, like usually smaller indie games, like yeah. the, the recent uh, Ninja Turtles beat-em-up game. Yeah, you know, that's Shredder's Revenge. Shredder's Revenge. Uh, local multiplayer. That's true. Um, the the, the run-and-gun shoot-up game, uh, Cuphead. That's more recent-ish, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you have, like, local stuff like that. And, of course, every fighting game, obviously, by its very nature. Yep. But, yeah, like, uh, is, there, is there even split-screen in Call of Duty these days? I would hope. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. There was in the PS3 era, but I... Uh, yeah. yeah, and the Xbox 360. Yeah. And uh, I remember going over to a friend's house, and the four of us were just playing Call of Duty split-screen, you know? Obviously, it's not ideal. You would prefer to have, like, a full screen, but it's convenient to just everyone gather together and have fun like that. I like having the option. I think it's... I know, I know it's not easy because the system is essentially replicating the game four times, you know? It's never easy to do, to do a split screen. You know, two-player, let alone four-player. But... You can't tell me you can't. Golden, I used to chug on those four-player maps. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, but you, you're telling me you can't do, you can't figure out how to make it work nowadays? Yeah. Are we not getting more powerful consoles? I think, I think the logic is probably just we're going to make all of our money in DLCs and pre-orders. Of course. Yeah. So it's like yeah. the amount of people that this hey. is going to actually like bring to the table yeah. is like, could we just save a couple, you know, $100,000 by like not developing this aspect? That's that's the unfortunate part. It goes yeah. back yeah, to like it, it goes back to that balance of like the people who actually buy the game and people in general. And it's like most people probably aren't going to care about this aspect. But I just yeah, looking back at it now, hard. looking back at it now, it's like I I do appreciate that. I do appreciate you know playing games offline because. <sighs> Uh, yeah. Every game, even single player games, oh, requires an online connection. I'm like, this is a single player game. Like how? Yeah. Why? Like why do I need to data. be? Yeah. 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 It can be clever in a way. I like how uh, Dark Souls does the messages thing. You know, that's cool. But <laughs> and at least with Dark Souls, it's like if you just unplug the Ethernet connection, it's not gonna bug you. That's it. We're yeah. good. Elden Ring but, has an offline mode. Yeah, and now, now with the recent Dark Souls games, you can just toggle offline, Yeah, and that's it. Um, but I, I know what you're saying. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, you have to sign a, a freaking EULA yeah. for a single-player game. Yeah. It's like, it's like why? why? Well, I think the thing that's being slept on, we're all kind of like skirting around it, it's patience. Yes. Patience is gone. Back then, we didn't have a choice. We had to remain patient. 
you know, like if something was lagging or it was chugging along, you kind of, okay, well, I guess I'm going to take the trash out now because this is going to take, the load <laughs> screen is going to take 30 minutes, you know, yeah. or whatever it was. That's, that's fair. So patience, I see now with the new generation here, or even the current, the real young generation here, it's instant gratification immediately. Yep. And if it's not fast enough, it needs to be faster, 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 faster. It's kind of like an engine that's moving, like an engine that's moving too quickly for too too long, what happens to it? It seizes up. Mm-hmm. It seizes up and it stops. And then I would say alongside patience, the other thing that is slept on today is that is the the need, um, the the being okay with having the intangible. Like you technically don't own any of this. Like yeah. your yeah. digital downloads. But I've been seeing a resurgence, it sounds stupid, but in the DVD world, like the tangible VHS and DVD world, there's a resurgence now that People are now hunting for these things now. And to me, I always ask the question, if you let the gatekeeper have everything, they could just flick that switch off. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no soup for you, you know? Yeah. Mm. Like, I mean, like the, the freaking, what is it? The personal credit score system that China runs on you? Oh, uh, sure. The social citizens? Score. Yeah, the social score. I remember. Hey, that. you're not good enough to play Guilty Gear. No Guilty Gear for you. Yeah. Shut it off. <laughs> like, you're bad from it. Yeah. But anyways, other like, patience... And then the intangible, and then the the after the result of what could happen with having the intangible, you know, like that's that's concerning. But Nintendo's done an interesting thing with it with the cartridges and stuff because it's small enough to keep. But yeah. you still have the download DLC with Nintendo. Oh you, sure. Yeah. yeah. I haven't I haven't checked in a while. I know you can get extra like Mario Kart car, uh, tracks and cars and crap. Every like game's got its thing, you know. Yeah. They just wanted to bring it back up. Yeah, but this could all go away if we have that metaverse thing take off or whatever, you know. The, or the or what do they call the Oasis in, in Ready Player One? <laughs> oh, man. man, that's a long way from Ready Player yeah. One. Well, I'm oh, saying if, if it came around, if it came, around, if it came around, we're screwed. <laughs> if the society as a whole is going to collapse in on itself, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I remember in that movie, they're all like living in hell. Yeah, <laughs> it's a wasteland. The it looks real, even worse. The, it looks the even real worse. world is like hell. It's like trailers <laughs> on top of trailers. Yeah. They're not even. They're yeah. No no building regulations. It's just like no, a small apartment that looks like a cargo box. Yeah. yeah. Or like a cargo shipping container. <laughs> but I guess you don't you don't need a real house when you have the, the VR. Yeah, I have to sleep. <laughs> I guess, yeah. But then you know you're. I don't know. It could be really bad really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Horribly. Oh God. Um, when you're you're talking about like lack of patience, I don't disagree. Yeah. Especially like back then, like certain games will just take forever to load. Yeah, I remember Metal Gear. When I played through Metal Gear the oh, first sure, time, yeah. it was load. The load screen was horrible. I got certain things. I guess I had the first version of PlayStation and didn't like that one too much. And it was just horrible on it. But well, yes. E- even uh, even Metal Gear Solid 4 on the PlayStation 3, in be- the, the way they designed it was bizarre. Uh, there were five chapters, and in between chapters, it would unload the previous chapter and install the next chapter. Whoa. And it, wow. had, to do this, it had to do this every time you played through the whole game. How long would uh, an install like take? Like 20, 30 minutes. It was ridiculous. It was insane. But you were you, you were cool, cool with it. I mean, I... You had to be. Yeah, I, I didn't have a choice. And at the time, I mean, to be fair, even to... Like, Metal Gear Solid 4 is a very good-looking game. Yeah. Yes, it is. So I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting this load time for, like, oh, this spectacular experience. And the game falls apart, like, halfway through and towards the ending and whatever. But the first half is pretty cool. Yeah. I'll take it. Now, so all that being said, the way I like to look at it is... We're figuring out the kinks, you know? Yeah. This is going to get better as we go along. 
now that we're in the future, doesn't really feel like it, but okay, it feels like there are still these bumps in the road, but like they feel artificial. Yeah. Like they're, they're being put in there for reasons that don't make sense. Like you get to pay it's like capping the internet speed. Yeah, stuff like that. I can understand a game taking a long time to load if it looks beautiful, but like now you have games that look worse than Metal Gear Solid 4 on the PS3. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it, then it's still taking like just as long to load. But what's happening like, is this whole conditioning. You know, you've got to condition your population in order to control them. So like you condition a population well enough, you can force it to do anything you want. Yeah, because then, then the next game comes out, it's like, oh, but it looks better than exactly. the previous one. But then when you start looking at games like Fortnite, when it's like really like, it's okay, but when you start really looking at it, it's really nothing fancy. No. But yeah. it's just like fast, fast, fast. It's like yeah. having a seizure. Well, you know, like. Where games like Fortnite have an advantage is they're not going for realism. Exactly. Yeah. It's, you, you can save yourself, you can basically future-proof your game by going for a certain aesthetic. Right. That is never trying to look realistic because there are games that are 20 years old that look like in terms that they, of they went for realism they, and they look rough they look terrible but yeah. then there are games that are old that like went for a certain style like the one I always go to is like Jet Set Radio oh sure oh, Radio yeah. is old as dirt and it's a very simple game but it looks awesome now as it did then because they went for a particular style especially they didn't, the, try, uh, to, they didn't try to do the exactly. bleeding edge oh, yeah. dude did you see the predecessor or the new one that's coming out Bomb, Bomb City there's, a, there's another yeah. well, it's, it's, not, City. it's not specifically it's not made by Sega or anything but yeah. it's, uh, it's clearly fans that are going for an extremely similar aesthetic yeah which is you know fantastic like it's taken too long I've always complained often of um, like I, I like Paper Mario yeah and I've always found it so bizarre that no one ever tried to make their own you know because after the first two Paper Mario games you know Thousand Year Door Nintendo went like a different direction and Super Paper Mario was like very weird and very different, and um, Color Splash and Sticker Star were like, you know, like what the hell? And it's like there are indie devs that can do this. And then finally, they make Bug Fables, and Bug Fables is a fantastic Paper Mario ripoff. It's extremely good. Um, so yeah, like the fact that fans are making a Jet Set Radio game. Oh, Bomb Rush City or that Bomb familiar. Rush uh, Cyber Cyber Funk. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah, Bomb something I know. Um, yeah, I, I, I wish more fans would... Uh, oh, another example. Um, God, what's that game? Uh, something Ritual of the Night. It's a Castlevania ripoff. Why do I feel like... Uh, no, no, oh, uh, Bloodstained. Bloodstained, yes. Bloodstained. The uh, girl had some thick thighs. <laughs> <laughs> you are an episode late. They, they, know, they, know, they know ourselves. <laughs> you are one episode late. I am so sorry. Uh, but, but you're right. <laughs> Are you looking it up? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I wish, uh, I, I want more fans to like, ideally, good games. I respect it. But I, I wish more fans would like, you know, take inspiration, because like, Konami's oh, yeah. not doing anything anymore. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what the hell they're, well, I don't know where they went, what's going on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I want more fans to, uh, to do stuff. I guess that's, that's another way to put it. I, I feel like I took these companies for granted. I felt like Mega Man would just go on forever. I feel like Castlevania, they would always make Castlevania games. In a way, they're still making Mega Man, but like Castlevania's over. Yeah. At least for now. That's um, something they're still up. doing Legend of Zelda, because that sells. Yeah, yes. they're still doing Zelda, thankfully. Yes, it does. Uh, where's F-Zero? We've never really like gone yeah. into that question. Or even better, um, Metroid Prime 4. 
Where, where Nintendo? Where is it? Where is Metro Prime Four? I mean, they're working on it supposedly. It's been years. It has been a long time Metro since they've said Prime. anything. Metroid Prime Four. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I want a new Punch Out. I think it's time for a new Punch Out. You know. But I want a Parappa the Rapper. So. <laughs> well, I could have that too. Honestly, they they only made like three. I, yeah. They only made three of those games. The first two Parappa Rappas and uh, Um Jammer Lammy. Oh, uh, we but those it. games wouldn't sell today. Like, I mean, they wouldn't sell as well. No, they you're, you're not wrong. So they they want money. All points back to the money. But can't they just like make a small team? No. Low budget. <laughs> they all gotta focus on the new Zelda. <laughs> when you start, you're, you're not wrong. When you start, when you start watching the, I've been for. Have you guys ever heard of the guy like on YouTube, like uh, Gamer Historian? Oh, yeah. he's fantastic. So I've been watching his videos yeah. on production of like some of the stupidest games, but I'm like, it took like seven years to complete this game, and I'm like, yeah. this is a long and millions of dollars, and they didn't think they were gonna do Everything's it. Everything's so expensive now; it takes so long. And everybody wants. Think about it. These guys, the like, uh, there's a great, uh, great documentary called Indie Game, and it's about a couple of games called Fez. And oh, Super Meat Boy. I did watch this. And yeah. a couple of those games. Look, you have two dudes, or one, working on a game for years, and they sell it and they make, you know, good money on it because their development team is small. But some of these larger games, you got developers that want, and these guys are not even getting paid. They're not even paying themselves. And, and then it's just like the what the creator wants is not necessarily what the publishers want. Exactly. And all the other moneyed interests and things like, well, huh. I have this very specific idea for a game. I'm like, well, we need to move. X number of copies to even pay for the box this is gonna go in. I've seen yeah. that. I've seen that translated. Like Jake, uh, Jake did an interesting video with a couple of guys from Final Fantasy one time, and he uh, he talked about like they really held fast to like their vision. Like the main guy. Like if you look at any of uh, what's his face, his name from like Metal Gear and stuff like that. Like uh, the first, yeah, yeah. You look at his stuff. Like he, you can tell he has control. He, he's a rare case. Though. Yeah. He's able to sell weird ass projects purely on his name. Yeah, but I'm saying his name is so powerful, he has, like, directive control. Yeah. He can say, no, it's going to be like this, and this is how it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, you're delivering packages in the future. Yeah. That's what you're going to do for the game. You know, like, that's the whole game, you know? But like I said, he's, like, an outlier. Like, there's, like, maybe, I can't even, like, think of a few other people that have that that kind of Exactly. Because he has a history. He has a track record, you know, of of that. Just, he, he... I mean, I don't even want to be like, I don't want to be rude to the guy, but it's like he really did get lucky with a couple he games. Did, he did. Oh, and yeah. It just, it kind of, it, I, there's no way he expected it to be that, that big of a hit. Yeah. It yeah. just, it was. It just happened. It was a watershed game, and like he's, it's been riding that ever since. Well, once Metal Gear was out, once Metal Gear was like released, he stepped away from the projects too. They had a separate development team to handle like the PSP versions of Metal Gear. And oh other yeah, portable teams. ops. I don't think he had yeah. anything to do with. He had a couple, but yes, but that's my example. Like if they had more care of like, okay, what's your creative vision? It's like going to like, uh, it's like probably think of like a really great director. You know, like uh, let's say George Lucas, right? Being mm-hmm. like, I mean, like let's say for whatever he is, saying no, we're gonna change it. We're gonna yeah. do what we want. Well, that's that's always the case of art through adversity. Right. It's like Lu- Lucas had a lot of great ideas. Right. Back in the 70s and 80s. Exactly. And you couldn't do what he wanted to do back then, right. so you had to compromise. And then it was, you know, okay, what is actually possible? And then you see what he has, what he has done when he has full control and can do anything he wants, and it's bad. Yeah, exactly. So it's like sometimes it's the, the age-old thing of art through adversity. You yeah, know what true. I mean? And he's also creating movies for children today and they're not kids today and the adults want the movie they had back in the you know yeah, so it's like yeah. it's all this connection it's a yeah interesting loop yeah 
Something that I also feel like that slept on this generation that we appreciated back then was the fact that we didn't have money to buy certain games. Because now as we're older, hey, we have a lot of money to <laughs> buy as many games oh, as so we want. So people think. So people think the they quiet, have all this the money. marks adult money. But, yeah, we... Yeah, we have adult money, but the downside to the fact that you don't have enough time. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. Or, or you negate, like, I've really been struggling with this being where we're at age-wise, where it's like, like, here, for instance, today, you know, like, I wanted to do something that I wanted to do, but I couldn't because I yeah. had to fix this or take care of this bill or whatever. And it's, it's funny when you start reaching this age, I don't know about you guys, but it's like you have, you have to make that adult, let me phrase that, you don't have to make the adult choice. <laughs> You but your you life is going to suck, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's going to suck a lot. And that's going to be a real, that's going to be a real give and take with our generations behind us where they just want to entertain, 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 and they don't want to hustle and grind now. But I, I want to hustle and grind now so that when I'm 50 or 60 years old, I don't have to work at, you know, the Piggly Wiggly bagging groceries because I didn't do it now. Yeah. So there could be consequences, you know, based on, like you said, with time and then, yeah, it's crazy, man. Time's everything. Yeah, because I know some of us have, like, backlogs of games that we bought during sales, and we just never touched it. Yeah. I feel attacked. Yeah, or Gundam or whatever your hobby is. <laughs> yeah. I make time for Gundam. Yeah, no, you do, you do make time. You are, you are dedicated to that craft. You do make time. Yeah, that's, when, uh, that's true. When I was younger, you know, I have the money now, but back then, I get, like, two maybe three games a year yeah same I'm, I'm gonna play the same game like 10 times over and over again that's all i got it was, it was the same yeah. with me and, and i was happy with it yeah. yeah or like i mean i was thinking of the same thing with like the game flies or the blockbuster of the day where oh, you sure. could borrow you could borrow I, that I, I rent, oh yeah i rented I a lot of you games know, i could me afford too. i could afford a couple dollars to rent the game for yeah. a week and get through as much as i could get through and then whatever yep I think for me, what really revolutionized that when you figured out how to burn games on the playable discs for sure. the PlayStation, so yes. that revolutionized everything. Then when Dreamcast came out, well, that was an open door. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, yeah. the GD-ROM got yeah. cracked immediately. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Or you would, or you would borrow now. Now today too, like it seems that the generations are very much more like, oh, it's mine, don't touch it. Sure. Back in the day, man, I would bring my whole PlayStation in a box and let. Bob use it for the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Sure, hey, man, he doesn't yeah. have it. That's how I played through the first Halo. I didn't have an Xbox, and one of my buddies did, and he let me borrow it, and I played through it, and I beat it. And that's the only way I could do it. You know, I knew my parents were going to buy another one. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. I wonder if part of that is because um, you're a kid. You didn't buy yourself. I uh, couldn't. I couldn't afford it. Of course. But uh, you, you value it to a certain extent where it's like, oh, I love my Xbox. But you don't really understand the value of money. You just say, like, oh, if something goes wrong, my parents will buy a new yeah, one. Yeah, that's true, because today's, yeah. today's kids have a much more grasp on what they think is value. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's I, our reality. I can understand a little bit more nowadays where uh, even myself, like, I, I'd be more reluctant to uh, let someone borrow my PS5. Dude, yeah. I mean, me, man, I F it, bro. You want to borrow my car? I don't hear the keys. I don't really. Things give are a lot easier. I don't to really break nowadays, too, though. A lot of things easy to break. The way I kind of roll into it is like, with the machines, it's a great thing. With the arcade machines, I was just talking about this today. People ask me, well, why would you allow kids to play on a forty-year-old machine? I said because it's simple to fix. Anything electronical, mechanical can be easily fixed. It's not a big deal for me. 
I, I know, you know the. Uh, that's how I. Feel, that's how I look at it. I know the racing machine keeps breaking, which is a terrible. Yeah, thing. because these. That's yeah, the one that probably takes the most punishment. Because the thing is, it's a prototype that I'm experimenting with to see oh. if it's functional. They, but they just keep putting too much stress on it. Yeah. So not to bore you with details, but I'm trying to get like original <laughs> pedals to work with an emulated system, which is very difficult to get the pots to recognize the right pressure and tension oh, yeah. to run correctly. It's, it's, just cool. like, it's just like a little strip of magnet, isn't it? Correct, yeah. yeah. It's a petrometer or whatever it's yeah. called. I, I had to mess with one when I was working on my go-kart. That's a pain yeah. in the ass. So that's what I'm currently <laughs> experimenting with. But yeah, I don't know. Today it's too, yeah, today also like, like you said, it's things are expensive and or perceived value. And then, the, you know, back then, man, I would just, I didn't care. Also, I mean, I still remember... I the first television I played played on was a like a 12 inch black and white <laughs> tube TV that I had in my room. Oh wow! That my aunt got was me. It, did it have the wood panels on it? No, no, no. It was like the plastic one, like the carry okay. ones, like the small oh, ones. Oh, those That's are what cool. she got me. That my aunt got it for me, and that's all I had. I remember I had to play PlayStation in my parents' room because that was where the only TV was. <laughs> Nowadays, everybody got a TV on everything. Yeah. Yep. Kids don't know how good they got it. No, bro, yep. I'm freaking spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing that um kids got better, you know, this gen than last gen that we appreciate, but you don't see it anymore. And I'll you know mention this before we move on to our next topic is um when was the last time have y'all seen anyone say, hey, you want to borrow a game? I'll let you borrow this game. I get asked that all the time here at the arcade. Oh, do you have this disc I can borrow? And I'm like, yeah, I do. But do you have the system to play it? I you loaned know. a guy a copy of Xenosaga 3 15 years ago, and I never got it back, and now it's worth hundreds of dollars. <laughs> oh, I had, I'll, I am not I'll happy show, about that. I'll show you how much I don't care about those discs. So when we had Star Wars Day, mm-hmm. we had received a bunch of a bunch of CD, a bunch of games from people. Right? No, 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 a printer. I had gotten a printer from an auction. Right? Oh, like wow. A, a printer printer. It had a disc inside the installation disc that was some rare game worth hundreds of dollars, right? Some really weird game rare game the star wars guys that were here for star wars they saw it and he's like did you know that game was like worth like 150 dollars and i'm like do you want it he's like yeah one i'm like okay go for it because like to me i'm never going to get to it and people think they're going to sell it you know and i'm like f this i could it's die like, tomorrow it's a lot of work. i could die tomorrow like you know yeah. you're going to get more joy out of it than i am a lot of the video game market is speculation i don't know ex- if there's actually people ex- out there buying ex- some of the stuff exactly and, yeah. the, and the, exactly and it's like it breaks, okay, whatever. You know, yeah, you paid. Well, no, let me phrase that. What if they didn't buy the, the physical disc? They have a digital download. Yeah. How would they even share that? No, I mean, you can't. You can't. I mean, there's ways Not to, really. like, duplicate accounts. But, yeah, yeah, there's no way to, you know, trade games, borrow games from people now because everyone either has their own or it's just all digital. Yeah, it's all digital. Or it's mobile or whatever. I just remember and that was something that, that I appreciated back then. It's just like you don't see that as much anymore. Totally. B- barely anymore. It's just like, man, y'all don't, y'all don't know because the young kids do not know that because that's how some of us, were, as we were growing up, we got to experience so many different games because if you knew a buddy down the street that had a game that looked interesting, you'd be like, hey, I'll let you borrow this game if I can borrow your game. Yeah. And, and you would do the trade. No, that was common. Yeah. yeah. Or I would mail it to my friends. Like, I had friends that I met in camp or whatever. They lived in another state. I would just mail it to them and eventually get it back, you know, or if I didn't, I don't even remember. Oh, my God. I got a message from one of my friends. I just remembered I gave him a bunch of, like, Xbox 360s games, like, six years ago. I'm just like, I don't think there's anything valuable, but I just remembered this all of a sudden. <laughs> See, and I think that's the thing, perceived value, like you said, Ben. 
perceived value. Yeah, no one out there is actually buying a copy of Xenosaga 3 for some reason. <laughs> <long. laughs> no, I do not think I so. I like the game, but it ain't that good. <laughs> yeah. When, uh, when I was in, like, elementary school, middle school, I distinctly remember trading Game Boy and N64 games a lot. Yeah. Same. I remember uh, that. I, n- I never did, sadly. Just like, oh, I, I have uh, Forsaken 64. You have, uh, I remember I borrowed Robotron 64. And we traded it. Uh, I got sick of it. He got sick of it. We traded it back. That was it. Um, I distinctly remember trading Kirby's Dreamland for my friend's Kirby's Pinball Land. Uh, for the Game Boy. For the Game Boy, yeah. That was cool. Kirby's Pinball is a good game. It's, it's a cool game. Is it? It's, it's it surprisingly cool. Yeah. I have it if you want to borrow it. <laughs> a lot of the Game Boy Touché. Pinball games are very good. <laughs> the Pokemon yeah. game Boy. Really good. Oh, too. yeah. The Pokemon one Wait, definitely Game Boy? Yeah, you need a Game Boy to play it. Like Game Boy Color or Game Boy? No, it's like a Game Boy game, like a the regular original one. Oh, sweet. I have one, actually. <laughs> um, I'll also say, just as a, a dumb low, you were talking about, like, mailing games to yeah. friends. Um, I have a couple of buddies that uh, we just found each other through YouTube channels, and uh, we became very close friends. Uh, and they live, <laughs> up in, they live, up, uh, they live in nice. Canada. The advanced, yeah. Wait, let me hold that. Oh, yeah. that's the, the Game Boy Color. The Game Boy Color. Yeah, yeah I remember that one they time. They don't I play the original games. Wow. No, they will. Yeah. No, they'll play the original, yeah. It'll skew it, won't it? It'll wow. skew it, won't it? Uh, I think for the Game Boy Color. Let me color, see it. It will skew Wow. I think the Game Boy Color is... <laughs> Such uh, a aspect. difference. I know, it's the actual size, the yeah. actual game. The aspect ratio is fine. Yeah, because it's 4x3. Uh, it'll actually it'll add... Game Boy Advance, it'll add yeah, the color to the other games, too. Yeah. You never know. Wait, look. I'm going to show it to the camera. Yeah, sure. People. This... That's that's what we had. Yes, that's what we for, had for with. mobile gaming. Yeah, but oh, before like, phone. Let me see it. Was it this. backlit? No, it wasn't backlit. That one's right? not. No, no. it wasn't backlit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, so you, it wasn't you backlit. You need the flashlight attachment just so yeah. you yeah. play those games. A whole pack of batteries. They had a yeah. version of the Game Boy Pocket that had. You know, I never changed the batteries. I believe that one was a Japan only. Japan only, yeah. I had a pocket for the longest time. Well, in today's, in today's, like, if you want also, there's, like, a lot of free options for games, like, that I've been experimenting with. Yeah. Like, I keep telling people, the library, I mean, they have so many games there right now, like, stupid amounts of stuff that you could, you don't need to spend money on it if you don't want to, you, you know? Just borrow it from they, Yeah, they have PS5 library. games there I was looking at, the PS4s, like, they have a lot of stuff, all the way down to, like, the Wii. If you're into classic games, too, you have services, like, uh, for the PC, like, GOG. Yeah, you can get like good old games is fantastic. Tons yeah. and tons of old games for dirt cheap. Super cheap, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, unlike a lot of the online services, those ones it's on your PC. So if GOG ever goes out of business, you don't lose access to them. That's yeah. interesting. Un- unlike Steam, it's called GOG. Yeah, G-O-G. Good old G-O-G. games. Good old games. G-O-G. Oh. So they have like stuff like uh, like all the like the freaking red alert stuff. Well, and, like, I'm talking like old old like um, like number munchers like, like that kind of whole. Well, maybe not that like no, probably not a huge amount of educational games, but like older older I games like DOS era, early PC era. Okay. A lot of like stuff like uh, that. Roller, roller coaster tycoon stuff like that. Or no? Yeah. Oh more, wow. Older, more retro style older than games. That. Holy yeah. nostalgia. Lots of stuff. But like that that era. I There's like newer stuff too. Tycoon. Like I say newer, but the things like System Shock Two is on GOG, and that's like '99. Yeah. Oh wow! So, you know, not not everything's old. There's a there's a game on GOG that I always recommend called Nox N O X, super cool game. Kind of plays like a Diablo if you know that. Yeah, of course. But um, that like top down action RPG, mm-hmm. but uh, it's very story driven, story based, and it's just a cool action RPG. Get it for dirt cheap on GOG, and uh, you can't find it anywhere else. 
Not a bad site. Gog. I'll have to look into it. Yeah, if you've never heard of it, it's, uh, it's a great. It. It's a great website. It's a good um, way to catch up on things you might have missed back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically uh, an alternative to Steam, or these days the uh, Epic Game Store. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just everything's cheap there. Um, there's usually and, um, and, there, and there's no DRM. There's usually mods and fixes available on this on this, the site as well to get some of these older games to run on modern systems. Yeah. Because if you just go out there and get some of these older games, it can be a real like a treasure hunt to try and get them to run on a modern system. Yeah. But a lot of these games, especially like the more popular ones, the ones that had a following back in the day, people have been keeping up with doing mods and stuff for them. So like um, a game that's really cool that a lot of people didn't play back in the day was Arcanum. Oh, you, sure. I don't know if you guys ever played that. It's kind of like Fallout. Okay. But that's a game that's, you know, was notoriously hard to run on modern systems. Huh. But GOG has, like, patches and stuff to get that to run. So, cool, cool stuff like that. So, this has been an advertisement for GOG.com. GOG.com. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at the site right now. I'm curious. Yeah, it's cool. If, um, I mean, it, most people use Steam, but GOG's a really good alternative. Or um, emulation. Or, of course, emulation. Yeah, I went yeah. out of the way not to get bloodstained on Steam. For the kind of reasons you're talking about, like you just, it's like, man, Steam goes out of business in five years because yeah. Gabe decides, you know, he wants an extra cheeseburger and he has a heart attack. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? Honestly, Good guy, Gabe. Um, yeah, no, it's. I think Steam's at that level where it's like, quote unquote, too big to fail. But you never know. Heard that before. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You never know. I mean, look at how Facebook is doing lately. You know? Well, everything has a <clears throat> everything has a shelf life. Like whenever people build businesses off of one social media platform, it's like that's really bad to do. Yeah. Because if you if you if it goes away, which eventually it will, all things do, then you're screwed. Yeah. Um, before Facebook, there was MySpace, and that used to be the big thing. What happened there? <clears throat> yeah. It's right now, now, everyone's jumping ship from Facebook. I guess I don't. I never used it, but that's what it seems. Yeah. Um. You don't you don't want all your eggs in one basket. No. You know. Uh, YouTube might not be around forever. God willing. <laughs> God willing. <laughs> well, I like YouTube back when we when YouTube first started. The when the, like the unregulated stuff was oh my there. god, like, it was the like chaos. Wild West yeah. floating around out there. But now it's just I don't know. It's too many ads. Yeah. Oh sure, of course. But it goes back to like you know they're trying to make money. Yes, they are. Sure. And they're 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 always doing a. I mean, for what it's worth, at least on YouTube, like, every video has an ad, but at least it's, like, 5 to 15 seconds, and if it goes on to, for too long, you skip it and that's it. I mean, I, I don't want to talk trash, but on Twitch, you can get, like, three minutes straight of unskippable ads, and I'm like, that, this is too There's much. an extension for that. Oh, there is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware. What's I, our, I'm aware. While we do, what's our next topic? Our next topic. da da da, da. Do you get online like, gaming experience from those ads? Because if so, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, that's you're, that's you're why I didn't want to talk trash, but that's how I feel. I don't know Maybe. how the system works. I mean, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. I'm sorry. Say it again. What was the time? Online gaming experiences, like the first interact. time. Yeah. Yeah. First just time. RuneScape. That was my first online. Fine wow. GF. That was my. That was my <laughs> now I'm obsessed with watching RuneScape videos. They're entertaining. With, like specifically, like the people who created a monetary system out of it. Have you guys ever saw those videos? Yes. yes. Where they mine in this specific space to get this much ore to get this to turn this. This is all fake money, but then they sell their accounts. Yeah. You know, for stupid like real life money. Sure. But yeah, that was the first one for me. For me, it was um, SOCOM 2 on the PlayStation 2. 
cool. Good time. That must have really lagged badly. It did, but I made the best of it because at that time I didn't know anything about the internet or playing online. It was just the fact that I was hearing some people, you know, talking, and then I had a headset. I was talking, and I was like, oh, this is online gaming. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was a big eye-opener for me. I'm just like, sure. okay. And then, of course, as time progressed, online gaming has, I would say, gotten worse. Oh, definitely. But entertaining. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It has. Worse, but entertaining. As long as you're not doxing someone or swatting them, I'm fine with the trash talk because I oh, also yeah. do trash talk as well. But, um, yeah. As long as it doesn't go beyond, beyond the game, outside beyond the game, game outside yeah. the game, I'm fine with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, swatting and doxing, that's like, swatting it, especially, it's, it's like, coming. what the hell? It's, it's terrible. Ben, um, what about you? Your experience online gaming? Um, well, I did, like, online gaming, like, in Battle.net, StarCraft, that kind of thing. But the first one that, like, really sticks out in my head is probably Final Fantasy Online. Um because that was uh, Final Fantasy's first big MMO, and it was I was playing on the PS2. And the thing I really liked about that, it was, it was kind of like the internet was around, you know, but it was, like, it was before the days of where the games were like, everyone knew every single little tiny thing about it. Yeah. And yeah. in those days, too, it was like you joined that game, the server for America went online a year after Japan. So all the people in North America were playing together, and we were just trying to talk to each other and figure out how to play the game and kind of catch up. But it was like very much like a, a new frontier, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh wow! Like you had to find out things, you had to actually talk to other people in the game. And I say talk, like there wasn't like talking back and forth. It was all text. Texted, yes. Oh And even wow. then, they had a universal translator function, which is like you had a preset. So what do you, on the PlayStation Two? Were you on the PlayStation Two, you had a keyboard yeah. and a mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I have the, the keyboard. Key, I have the yeah. keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, I started Why? playing it on PC, but um, that was another one where it was like you would be playing on uh, near the end of the game's life, you would be playing on PS Two. Then there'd be people in Japan that were on PS2, but they could also be on PC. And then there was also really late in the game there was an Xbox, Xbox 360. 360 yeah. So and everyone was it was cross nation, cross server, yeah. everything like that. Cross plat. But um, it was interesting because you you still had to be able to communicate with people that did not speak your language through like this kind of janky auto translate auto translate, fun yeah. Yeah, auto -translate function. That must have been painful. Just, that was, that was, it was like a set of like a thousand phrases. Half of them were like things in the game world, and other stuff was like um, you could you could follow, take follow me, you know, let's go here, whatever. Well, people would even like use like like the things in different ways to like make jokes. Sure, oh you know yes, I, mean? I remember. Oh God, yeah. um, keep keep talking, but I'm trying to remember this one that was so stupid. But it, it was, <laughs> there, there was one that was like, there was a weapon called the giant Donko, and then, oh, wow. and then there was um, <laughs> like a kind of skin you would get from an animal called supple skin, and it was like, my giant Donko has supple skin. And it's just like, what the, and it's like, <laughs> Everyone now that reads this game is just getting this in their own language, and it means a little bit something different to everybody, but everyone kind of <laughs> yeah. got the general but everyone gist. Got it, yeah. Everyone got the gist of what you were trying to say. Um, but that was that was interesting, like I said, just because um, I feel like there's not... And, like, there's insular communities in gaming now, like, where it's like you're into your particular thing, or some people are super into this one game, but there's not really an... Ex there's not really, I don't think... Um, a feeling of exploration and discovery in games anymore. Not anymore. Because the second a game comes out, the wiki. even if even if the thing is like they don't want to keep it like secret, guys crack the game, get into the code, find out everything there is to know, and then before you know it, there's a guide online of how to how to specific like like you talk about RuneScape. There's a there's a people who have now have mm -hmm. a system to do Maps. everything. 
And if you, that game that I talk about, Final Fantasy Online, is still there now. And if you go into it, it's filled with bots that are doing stuff like that, or it's filled with people that the, the world seems empty, but people are still there, but they're playing it to such a level to where they're all in certain areas yeah. doing oh. certain things. You never see them. Well, really? Because everyone's off doing quests. The towns are empty and everything like that. There's no reason to be in the town anymore. You know, everyone did the story eight years ago. <laughs> you know, I would just go, like there were times I'd go into the game. I just walk around the town because I'm like, this is cool to look at. <laughs> but uh, hmm. I feel like that kind of that kind of thing is like not exist anymore. I feel like there's it's, no. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't Star Citizen like still in develop? Like it's still in the beta thing, and people are yeah. still like going through that game. That's just like that's it's not it's hardly worth talking about it. Not to not to, to not to, not to dismiss no, no, it. No, no, not, no, no. not to dismiss I'm, it. I'm just, just saying like just because it, it's such a textbook case of a scam at this yeah, point. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it's like yeah. no, I don't even think the people that are really into it are like are not aware that it's a scam. But at this point, they're just so committed. It's like oh, well, I already lost the money. I might as well sunk sunk cost fallacy. Yeah, and then it's like. Um, then it's like the gotcha people. You know, it's like you've invested so much money, you're just you're just gambling. It's like okay, you just like to gamble. You know, yeah. so what? It's you know that's what you want to do. But like, I think anyone that was expecting Chris Roberts to actually make something out of that was kind of always going to be disappointed. Yeah, true. So like a little lack of sense of discovery has disappeared. Well, it's like I mentioned. Like, oh geez, there's a, there's some good things like where I say like the publishers have like demands. One of the demands they have is a release date. Hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like they don't have, like, okay, the budget's this X number of million. It's not just as long as we keep getting money, the budget keeps getting bigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Sometimes it's like finished is better than, uh, good enough is better than never finished. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's true. Next topic? Or perfect is the enemy of good is the other one. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> What are your gaming hot takes and why? Hot takes? Yeah, like what's your Con- hot controversial take? Controversial topics. Or uh, controversial opinion, rather. I'm going to let Ben go first. Censorship is pointless <laughs> because the, the average age of a gamer now is like, what, mid-20s, early 30s anyway? Yeah. yeah. So why is censorship in games still a thing? Especially about like the rating and, system? Just No, and, well, the rating system, yeah, but like any kind of censorship. So a famous example would be like a Devil May Cry 5, which is M-rated, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. And uh, there, there's parts where like, so there's boss fights where uh, you kill this monster, but the monster uh, was fueled by one of the earlier characters. And you kill the monster and like the body of the character falls out and it's just naked girl. And she's like conveniently covered by like rays of light over her specific body parts. And they did that just for like goofy censorship. And well, it doesn't make sense because the game's already rated M. And like yeah. you said, the the average age is like 25 to 34. Yeah, it's so like, like what are you what are you censoring for at this point? If the if the game's rated T, it's like okay, I get it. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, but I never I never bought the the argument that video games are art. It's not art. It's trash entertainment, and I want to be entertained. If that no, not art. It's just trash, and it's meant to be consumed. Okay, when you look at when you look at like Beethoven symphonies, and everything that wasn't art. He was commissioned by rich people to make that. He didn't Good make point. that because he wanted to. 
okay? And that's the way like all this is. It's not art. It's trash. I should enjoy it. It's trash. I, I respect that opinion a lot. I yeah. respect that approach a lot. It's like it just sometimes I just want to see violence. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to see the pretty lady. Just let me do that. I'm an adult. I should be able to do that. It's like if the kid doesn't want to see it, well, why is the, why is the mom letting the kid play the thing that's rated for 21 and up? I'm sorry. I just yeah, exactly. To, I just loved this comment from Seared Games. He's like, I believe games are art. No, they're not. No, no. He's like, but I hate art games. <laughs> art, art is objectively terrible. Okay, you look at like classical art, and like you could appreciate that, but then you realize it's all made just by rich people wanting something nice to look at. Nobody made something just because they want. Just because they wanted the, to. The crazies that do do stuff that's like interesting. If they don't make money on it, because they're insane. No, they, they steal, but they steal, like Banksy. You know, they steal the art, his art. Exactly. They steal it, and then they sell it for him. Or no, they sell it and keep the money. Yeah, and that's true. All, and all art is, like, subsidized now. So it's just, like, money coming out of nowhere. You know what I mean? So it's like, is there right. actually an audience for any of this junk? No. Oh, that sounds familiar. It should just be entertaining. That's all. It, it's, uh, uh, if you got a story to tell, that's fine. You know what I mean? But your goal should be: Is this entertaining? So, so, to, to, so find your so to find your happy mix, it would be that games with a games with a, a certain rating. Let's say M, right? They it's eighteen over only. You have to prove ID to buy it, and it's whatever. Why are you it's, still? It's like why are you still censoring? Are you, yeah, if, exactly. If, that point, like, you, I know like the creators probably aren't censoring it because they want to. They're doing it because okay, we like you said. They know they can't get the it. publishers have to have this. Yeah, we have to sell this many units. If we have to put the M on it, that means they put it behind the counter and then it won't sell that many units. You know what I mean? It's like, that's the kind of stuff I hate. It's I, like when you see movies that should be rated R and yeah. they're rated PG-13. Yeah. And you're like, why? Why does this need to be rated PG-13? I don't, I don't care about kids. I don't care about the elderly. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about old people's sensibilities. I don't care about the fragile minds of children. Give me what I want. <laughs> I think I think the, I think the I issue care. I think the issue Ben is that parents aren't being parents. So I didn't say it was a good take. So companies so companies no, are so companies aren't being forced to be the parental guys. No, I, you know I agree with you there. Yeah, Company, companies are being beholden to like people. Companies and creators are being beholden to people that, like I said, the the audience isn't there for your thing in the first place. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. So like when I'm playing like my like R18 cell phone game, that's great. And then it gets censored because it had to be on the Apple store and Apple has like this weird reason where like, oh, everything has to be this certain age or everything like that. It's like, are you talking about that one game? That perhaps. You, yeah. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet, but I know it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, people data mined it and they already found censorship files in there. You yeah. Find, uh, you find with the censorship thing, it's interesting once the the general populace becomes more aware of it, especially parental, you know, par parents and stuff, then the censorship begins to occur. One thing, one arena that I have seen a lack of that in is in the sale of manga within yeah. the United yeah. States. But, dude, and that's really weird you, because I talk to parents and I'm like, are you aware that in that manga that they're reading such and such, such and such or whatever, and they're like, oh, I didn't know that. Are you aware though you know? in all that manga, they've been censoring manga in the US for over 30 years. Yeah, so imagine yeah. like, imagine if they didn't censor what they would they have now there it'd be crazy it'd be like I wild mean, west 
See, that's but the thing is, sold. Like, I want to no, see no, that stuff. When I was a kid, I wanted general. to see that stuff. It's, I wanted to see it be- more than. <laughs> it's being sold to the general population, so, you know. But that's, that's so it sorry. always goes back to the other thing, though, is like, okay, if you have a problem with that, that's where the parents should be Of involved. course, yeah, that's what I agree with. And I, 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 hate, I hate that the nanny state is so out of control that, like, you, like sure. there's nothing out there you can enjoy anymore. Everything's been watered down. Everything yes. sucks because everything, there's no edge to anything anymore. You oh, I think we started on Remix. It's, it's funny how... Uh, like, think, like, they're talking about video games, but, like, name a movie that, like, hits you as hard as, like, RoboCop did. Oh, sure. Like, RoboCop, when it came out, it was, like, so violent. There's nothing that cool nowadays. There's nothing that violent. There's nothing, and it, there's nothing usually, that funny. Yeah, I was going to say, usually if you have to go that way, it's foreign and it's very unknown. Yeah. yeah. Well, even Paul Beerhoven, he was, he, was an, uh, he was an American. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, foreign um, and it's very unknown, and you got to read it in, like... Subtitles. But the same way with video games. Look at like the stuff they like Metal Gear Solid. Right. Okay. Um, Sniper Wolf. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Super sexy. Like James Bond, Fame Fatale, in a game that you know probably a lot of people are like. Like the mom saw it. Oh, who's that chick with the giant things and the gun? And you know Meryl <laughs> gets shot through the leg. And it's a PS1 graphics, but it's pretty violent. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Or even no, take it back to Mortal Kombat. When Mortal Kombat got introduced oh, into the yeah. arcades, yeah. parents didn't know. What it was, what was going on? Everyone lost. Or doom. Everyone lost sure. their mind. And it's just like, it's you look at it now, and it's like all oh, it seems like, you know. But the developers it seems quaint. But the developers back in the '80s and '90s, they even stated to the parents like, "You should be parents. Yeah, like yeah. we are creating this product for adults. Don't allow your kid to play it. Don't allow your kid to be exposed to it. It's not our, you know, prerogative to I've, restrict." I've, I've always hated that people that try to like. Uh, uh, put laws in place to do their parenting and stuff. Of course, yeah. Because it's just like, like I said, the, the, I don't, I don't like. There's, there may be like art in video games, but it's always like a coincidence that something is artistic, mm-hmm. because it, the, the goal should be just, is it entertaining? Like, the art can be in service to that, but like games as art tend to always mm-hmm. suck because of that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it should be entertaining, and if you know, I want to be entertained. If the kind of thing I'm into is violence and adult themes. I mean, why? That that shouldn't be a problem. You know, what I mean, it shouldn't be taboo to do that. You know, you know, we're all yeah. adults. We have, we have, we, you know, there's been enough. There's, video games have been a thing long enough to where I think the argument that like these things make people violent has been has been so disproven by this point. The only people that parroted it are people that just don't weren't ever going to read the or get into the argument in the first place. They were always yeah. just going to say whatever they wanted to say because of a mm-hmm. their, their mind, mind had already been made up they, their yeah. mind was made up before they ever saw anything and you're never going to change that so it's just like why why do we still take the argument seriously okay. the only thing i the, like the only thing i care about like as a person like in terms of like political leaning one way or the other is the most anti-censorship you could possibly be i will always go down that path okay. well said i respect that all. yeah eddie what is your gaming hot take uh, the hot take. I'm still trying to grasp my mind about what exactly the hot take is. What can be Con- controversial? Like what's your, controversial? Your, your controversial gaming hot take. It could be from from the arcade to gaming. now. Hot take. Like what? What do I deem as controversial? Yeah. Yeah. What do I deem as controversial? What do you an think? opinion what do you, that might get you uh, lynched. <laughs> what do you think is such an unpopular opinion you have? Oh. The the. <sighs> So I'm still trying to think the, of it as the well. The cost, the one thing I've been really aware of is the lack of knowledge of cost. And what I point to is arcade machines. Because of the mere fact that you get, like any business, you get suggestions. 
Yeah. Oh, you should have this. You should have oh, this. Sure. You should have this. At first, it would bug the heck out of me because I'm like, do you realize that that game's like $12,000, you know? Nah. And it would bug the heck out of me. Now, I'm you more... You don't have a Polybius cabinet. I, I, have, a, I have a system. <laughs> sure. I have a system where I send them... So when someone happened a couple of days ago, they sent me um, the new Time Crisis game that's out. There's and a new one? Time yeah, the, whatever the new one is. One of the last ones that actually gets people and, into it. And, and they, uh, they, uh, they, uh, they said, oh, you should have this. And I said, okay. I was like, I, I really appreciate the suggestion. Thank you so much. And I went on Google and I found it. And I screenshotted it. It was like 15K. Yikes. And I sent them the photo of it. I said, we take donations, period. <laughs> that's it. I said that off. I said that off to them. Because the thing is, but once again, it, it's more of like, I guess that's the most controversial thing for me. Because it's more like, it. but I can't blame an individual who doesn't know the industry well enough. Yeah. But once again, it goes off to this ideology of the lack of understanding of money and like what it's really worth, what, what are things really worth. And um, what's the upkeep? Gotta what's be the upkeep like? gotta be? Oh, like that dance rush game, you know, with the lights and things. That's a nightmare because I remember that. Oh, that looks cool. That's gotta be hell to fix. Oh, I've looked into it. I mean, it's like freaking thousand, eight thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars for machine. And then the maintenance alone with those sensors, you're talking crazy upkeep. Yeah. Is, is that the game where like the entire floor is like a touch? Yeah, it's like a thing. waterfall it's, of yeah, lights. Yeah. So you, so it's, it's that's I would say my. Most controversial thing, and the second one was probably the lack of parental guidance within an establishment, within yeah. a business. Oh, God. That's, that's one thing that I've been noticing, and it's shameful because a child, I remember when I was growing up, I was my father's representative, and I misbehave. I knew it was coming when I got home. You know right? what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you didn't act up. You went to the barbershop, you sat in that chair, you didn't say nothing. He cuts your ear off, you just keep going. You don't, even, you don't cry. You don't do anything. But nowadays, unfortunately... I am being forced to parent here because of the mere fact that I'll see them doing something foolish and or could be detrimental to them. And I warn them. I say, hey, you know, that might not be a good idea. Or, hey, you know, you may want to consider. I don't try to use the word. I try not to use the word don't. I try not to use, like, don't do this. What Rather, I propose to them what the consequence is going to be sure. yeah. if they continue on that action. I remember that so, kid hanging off the sniper rifle gun the other oh, day. Oh yeah, dude, Wait, they'll, they'll hang and stuff like that. And but once again, it reverts back to the ownership thing, where I realize these are machines that can be fixed. Yeah. And if it can't be fixed, well, I'll put another one there. You know what I'm saying? Stronger I'll, man than I. That would you know, kill I'll me. I'll figure. It took me. It took. It's taken me like three and a half years to get to that level. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, dude, I would say that's probably the most controversial thing. And and last but surely not least, taking gaming way too seriously. It's just not. It's a game. Like Ben says, entertainment. It's fun. It's supposed yeah. to have fun with it. When I saw, I forget who recently posted on our, not our Twitter account, but on their Twitter account about someone rage quitting during a Smash Ultimate tournament. Oh. And someone commented on it. Saw you saw that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, that I guy got <clears throat> that guy got up and slammed his controller down on the floor. Yeah. And guess what he's going to do? When he's done, he's going to go back to mommy and daddy and ask him, oh, I need another $60 Pro Controller. And they're going to buy it for him. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, bro, no. I freaking hand you a GameCube controller to go to town. Here's your GameCube. But it's crazy, bro. This, it's too serious. It's like taken too seriously. This is fun. It's, it's escapism. Flynn's is an escape. This yeah. is not reality. This is an escape. Then that's what my peppies are. Bam. It's, it's, it's a good hot take, and uh, I definitely take this stuff way too seriously. <laughs> uh, Wait, was yes. it, you, were you the one that smashed no, it? No, no. no, no. I've never seen, I have never seen an FGC player rage quit. I've seen only Smash players. 
I've only seen that. <laughs> I, like, I, uh, I like that subtle dig that yeah. Smash Brothers <laughs> is not a fighting game. It's not, <laughs> subtle dig. It's not, right? like it's it. not in the FGC range. It's it's, no. its, it's own entity. Party it's, game. Own it's, a, it's its own thing. It's its own universe. Yeah. That's the real hot. Thing. But no, the interesting the interesting thing is the dyna- the age range. Yeah, between those, that's really interesting. So it's a it's a, a younger crowd sometimes, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I understand the. I mean, think about guys when we were 13, 14 years old, and we didn't have the pressures of today's society upon our shoulders. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I can understand the stress, but I just don't understand. I have a hard time fathoming now, like smashing a sixty dollar controller on the floor or whatever, or God forbid, it hits somebody. I mean, I did that yeah. like yeah. two years ago with the Gundam Online <laughs> game, so I can't judge ben, too ben much. Ben's there, but like, I don't, I just don't get it, bro. Like, but yes, like even me growing up, like when I, because um, I would play um, fighting games competitively, you know, with with anybody, and when I would get mad or heated. The last thing I'm going to think about is just, like, smashing my controller. Yeah. If anything, I'm putting a controller down. Like, I'll just, like, put it down, get up, and, and I'll just, like, walk, walk around. Walk around, Walk yeah. around, take a deep breath, or, you know, throw some air punches or whatnot. Basically, yeah, you're yeah. facing around. Oh, yeah. you saw me, yeah. you're you saw me yesterday to... get my butt kicked. Yeah. I kind of just, like, unplugged, got some water, cooled off. I'm just like, yeah. it's a yeah. game. Yeah, because it, it might because it is, like, yes, I am mad. I'm upset that I lost or whatnot, and I feel some type of way, but... I'm not that mad enough to smash a controller that I'm gonna have to spend money to get another one. Well, the yeah. thing, the thing, the question that I asked, like in that particular clip, somebody that we that I saw, I asked myself, you know, every behavior that is a negative behavior should be uh, combated with positive reinforcement. Meaning, like, how do you make this? How do you change this behavior method? Yeah. I wonder if that individual got spoken to about, yeah. hey, how 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 can you do this better next time? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Because that's what I watch a lot of times. Not here. We're very fortunate. We're blessed here. But yeah. I, and I watch Twitch from time to time or whatever, and I see people rage quit or get angry or whatever, and I ask themselves, who is going to correct that behavior so they do it differently next time? You know? And I wonder, off scene, did the parent talk to them or did a, an older nope. person talk? I, probably not. It's unfortunate. <laughs> but I've seen here at Flynn's and with our gaming stuff, I've seen you guys step up, which is admirable. Were you... You know, talk to say, hey, you know, maybe next time this is not the wisest move to do, you know? Sure. Yeah. God forbid, I mean, they hurt somebody. <clears throat> I mean, we yeah. saw it outside. The guy cut his hand, remember? Yeah. <clears throat> long time ago, that. long time ago. Yeah, I remember cut when you texted me this. Yeah. I'm like, is the guy alive? Smaller? No, uh, uh, yeah, a it? glass bottle. Oh, oh, man. It was like he had, no, he put it, I think he accidentally dropped it. But then we went to go pick it up in a rush, in a hurry, it cut him or something along oh, those lines. Yeah, it was pretty sucks. bad. We handled it. We handled it. But thank God it wasn't any worse. And, you know, yeah. I've done that where you guys probably done that where you drop something and then you really quickly go to pick it up. Yeah. And you're like, sling, you know, like cut yourself. Oh, so, God, the amount of blood. It's just... But he was older and it, it resolved, you know, like, yeah. and he, he resolved it and everything. But, yeah, oh, that's good. All right. Anyway, so you take it too seriously. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I get mad because I'm passionate and. I mean, oh. fight, fighting games are hard because uh, there's so much going on. Oh, heck yeah. In such a short period of time. Heck yeah. You, you just have to make a decision and commit to it, and you don't have hindsight. Afterwards, you're like, why did I do that? Like, what yeah. was I thinking? Me every day. So, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm there too. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, I, 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 get, I get mad at myself, you know? Yeah. Uh, I want to I wanna do better next time, but whatever. That's not my hot take. What's your hot take? Um, I'd say uh, I think... Uh, modern day video game journalism and reviews yeah. are just absolute control. trash. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah, I also, agree. Um, I mean, the, the, the problem with like criticizing this is that 
criticism by its very nature is very subjective and Correct, opinionated. Course, yeah. So what can you do? Yeah. But the amount of praise that games like Uncharted and Last of Us get, the fact that the Uncharted series as a whole is seen as like some incredible masterpiece, uh, that Last of Us is on this pedestal that you're just, you, you cannot touch. It's, it's almost perfect. And it's just like, are we playing the same game? Like, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Um, if you look at like Uncharted, for example, these are video games, so it's important to criticize the gameplay. Uncharted is a cover shooter, which is fine, but what is it doing that makes it stand itself out from the crowd? Nothing. What, what is it doing that is so incredible? Because the way that it's praised, the amount of awards that these games get, you'd think that they're must-play. Yeah. That if, you're, if you skip on this game, you're really missing out on something. If you can only play one game this year, it has to be this. And it's like, what is it? It's, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, you get a game like uh, Vanquish, for example, made, uh, by, made by Sega. Palladium. Which, uh, or, I'm sorry, published by Sega, made by Platinum Games. Platinum. Why did I say Palladium? It's another metal. Pronunciation. Precious metal. Yeah. And, um, and for them, I mean, Vanquish is a little all over the place. It, it does a lot. But yeah. uh, if you really want to nail it down to something, you could say it's a cover shooter, you know? Yeah. But it does it so well, yeah. and it's very creative. It's very fast-paced, and it's a lot of fun. It's a little short, but I'd rather have a game that's short and fantastic. Yeah, you could beat that game in three hours. Yeah, yeah. it's super short, but so, I mean, something you can remember. Yeah, and then hell, just play it again. Um, but could it be? Could what, it be uh, based on money? A, a lot of it is like, mar- a lot of it is marketing. Like what? Yeah. Like what? Um, one thing I have a thing with reviewers is like once something happens, like a game, right? Like let's say Uncharted, right? <clears throat> every reviewer, every top reviewer is doing the same review over and over yeah. in order to get yeah. that clicks, you know what I'm saying? I know. So I know. that's stupid. It's oh, they're not willing that, to take a chance. That's part of my, my issue. Yeah, I feel um, they're, you gotta make their So what's the right? solution? The solution, which is never going to happen. Yeah. Um, so first of all, IGN, for example, I mean, they're one of the biggest problems. Yeah, that is what it is. Game the Spots. ignorant gamers network. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> GameSpot's another one, the, the website. Um, Kotaku. Kotaku's another one. All of these wouldn't keep doing this? Polygon. If Polygon is bad. Yes, it is. <laughs> holy hell. They wouldn't keep doing this uh, if they weren't getting traffic. Exactly. All right? Which leads so, to ad revenue, which leads to sponsors, which leads to money. So the question becomes... Uh, who is the audience that's going to these websites? It's not people who actually care. Hmm. Because people like you or me or you or you're, you're actually... never go to one of those sites. Yeah. <laughs> never. If, if, you, nope. if you want an opinion on a game, either you play yourself, you talk to a friend that you know and you trust, or you, you go to a wide variety of websites and you do general research and figure it out, you know? Right, of course. But we're not going to these kind of websites. Who are the people who are going to these websites? They're the people who don't really play video games, who aren't like really big into it. They're like tourists. They're tourists. Yeah. And yeah. They, they buy like one or two games a year. They're the people who buy Madden and Call of Duty every single year. And they'll buy one other game. Yeah. What's the one game they're going to get? I don't know. IGN says it's the game of the year. All right. Yeah. I guess I'll get that one. And that's yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Interesting. The, these are, these are the people who don't even read the review. 
they just scroll all the way down to the bottom. It's like, oh, nine out of ten? Must be good, you know? High Metacritic score. High Metacritic score. <clears throat> honestly, they, they rush. They started no, go, go ahead. But they rush the review process. Like they'll oh, like yes. completely rush through their game and be like, yeah, uh, and then just come off as if like they played hours of the game. And they played on the very easy difficulty so that way they could just get through it in a timely manner so that way they can get it out there, get as much clicks and, you know, much traffic. Attention. Yeah, get as much attention as possible within a short amount of time. And, and don't get me wrong, I understand why they do that. Yeah. Because it's this stupid rat race yes, to yes. be first, yep. you know, because that will get you more attention. Yeah, and then they and now the, now the gaming companies are releasing more of those... Uh, those download codes or whatever review they are. Copies. Review, review yeah. copies. They're releasing so many. If they would if just they, pedal backwards. If they review the game positively or they'll biasly, get they'll get more review yeah. copies. So they have to, yeah. uh, in a way, lie about you know how good the game is until when people play and be like, yo, this game's trash. Yeah. If you don't say it's good, you won't get the next one. Yeah. I've, uh, I've, I've told this story several times. I might have told it on the previous podcast. I don't mean to reiterate, but... They're um, fun. One of, one of my favorite video game magazines back in the day was Electronic Gaming Monthly. Of course. And um, obviously, I don't know anyone. Which there. EA bought Midway. What Midway was it? EA bought Midway Games. Like, oh, it was yeah. like, yeah, back Electronic in the day. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. When it disappeared. So, at least they have a cool, cool history. Well, um, so I don't know, obviously, anyone personally from the magazine. For all I know, they're all lying. Whatever. But I want to I, I believe what the story they're telling. Of course, yeah. So... EGM, Electronic Gaming Monthly, uh, the editor-in-chief at the time when I read, uh, Dan Shu, he explained that um, they gave really poor scores for uh, a lot of Midway games, Mortal Kombat, look at uh, some of their sports games, the older ones. Yeah, look at that, yeah. Uh, recent Mortal Kombat games are decent. It's fine, you know, but the older ones, most famously um, Mortal Kombat for Game Boy Advance, one of the few games they gave is 0 out of 10. Huh. It was <laughs> Midway came back to them and said, hey, if you don't start changing your attitude on our games, we're going to pull our advertisements from you. Yeah. And they're like, that's fine. We're going to keep doing what we want to do. That gave me a lot of uh, an immense amount of respect for EGM. Yeah. Same exact thing happened with uh, Ubisoft. Uh, they, gave, they put online, because EGM, they always had uh, three different people review every game. Oh, cool. Which was really cool for them. Uh, they put online their first review for the first Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. The guy gave it a 6 out of 10. And apparently Ubisoft was furious. Right, yeah, because they were like crucified him. Yeah. Most they're likely. like, how dare you? We're going to pull our score. And, um, and at the time, EGM was doing a podcast like this where they do a roundtable. And uh, they were joking about it. And it's like, what's hilarious is uh, Ubisoft didn't even see the score we put in the magazine. Our other guy gave it like a 4 out of 10. Uh. <laughs> but they're like, we don't care. We're going to keep doing it. And it hurts, like they were saying, like it hurts us because... We're a really big fan of Splinter Cell, which is another Ubisoft series. We love we love Splinter Cell. That's a good game. But if they're gonna do this to us, it's like fine. Um, our reviews are gonna be a month late because we're not gonna get it early. We're gonna have to buy it ourselves from the store. You know, that's a, an approach that I respect and that would uh, and that I wish was standard. Yeah, it's rare. Uh, yeah. Go figure. EGM shut down. They didn't get you know they didn't get enough money. They didn't get enough attention. Who's still around? IGN is still around. GameSpot is still around. Uh, it is what it is, you know? All the scumbag game um, journalists are still yeah. around. Yeah. The corruption. I, I hate it. I understand it, obviously. You're saying, how do you fix the problem? Mm. 
the problem can't be fixed because no one actually cares. Well, now there's too many holes in the boat. Sure. And the boat's sinking. Yep. So they're just polishing brass on the sinking ship. That's all they're doing. <laughs> For me, um, I go to like the indie um, game um, journalists. I go to indie ones. Yeah. Like um, one of my favorite ones is um, MP First. I've been following them ever since like the PS3 days. And granted, they've had like, you know, change of, you know, writers and journalists from time to time, but they've always, you know, held true to their... Um, they have a standard. Yeah, their standard of just, you know, honest um, game reviews and just, you know, yeah, they're going to give you their bias, and you'll see, and as you're reading their articles, you'll see the little bit of biases that they have, but they're going to give you, like, the general, like, this is what you can expect from this game. Yeah. I can, um, I, can, I, I don't want to hold it up, but I, I could tell another story that uh, really uh, made me hate IGN a lot and uh, made me, like, look at game journalism in general as, like, this terrible cesspool. Um, I believe the game was Pixel Junk Side Scroller for the PlayStation 3. Smaller indie game, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, I, don't, I don't know if you've heard it, but there's like a long series of these Pixel Junk games. Um, I believe the company made them called Media Mo- Molecule. Okay. And uh, every game had like different genre, and they were kind of big at the time. Anyway, um, I, I digress. So, Pixel Junk Side Scroller, uh, the reviewer went over the review. One of his main complaints was uh, the game's really short. And um, he's really disappointed. He likes the series in general, but this one didn't appeal to him. The developer came back to him on Twitter and said, hey, reading your review, it's pretty clear you played the game on only the easiest difficulty. If you played at least on normal, you would have gotten the, you know, the extended final level, the final boss. You would have seen all these other mechanics oh, that we don't nah. bother putting on easy and whatever stuff. <laughs> And uh, the, the reviewer went back to him and said, like, oh, no, I assure you, I, I did play on normal. You know, I'm usually a huge fan of your stuff, but this one didn't really gel with me. And they went back and forth, you know? Without saying anything else, that review, like, without, without like, explaining anything, that paragraph that talked about, like, oh, the game was really short and, like, oh, I expected more of it, that, that was just gone. It was just deleted. <laughs> and the, when the developer found out about this, it's like, hey, I found, I like read your review. I saw you remove this section. That's extremely unprofessional. Like, why would you do that? Um, another back and forth. Man, the developer said this to the guy who wrote the review. Yeah, this is. I, so I, he wanted it. He wanted it there. Well, he wanted the guy to be held accountable. Oh, I feel you. Okay. He's okay. like, just, just be honest. Yeah. You know. Say that you only played the game on easy. Say that, you know, you missed out on these extra mechanics. Because you were talking about earlier, these reviewers will play the game on easy and they'll rush through the game. Yeah, yeah. And you get a uh, you get a skewed view of the game at that point. Exactly. I'm thinking of that guy doing the first tutorial of Cuphead. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh he couldn't do the jump. Oh, oh my God, I remember that's, that. That's, that's, that's what it's come to. It's insane. So anyway. I forgot that existed. Eventually... The, the, final, the final version of this review reinstated the paragraph and added a sentence that said, this paragraph was originally, uh, this paragraph was originally omitted, click here to find out why. And uh, when the review was still newer and I was following this, you know, I clicked on it and it was this huge article talking about like, uh, yes, I played the game on easy. You know, I went through it quickly because I'm on a deadline, I have a quota, whatever stuff. 
but I'm keeping my opinion as it is because looking back, I still don't think it affected my opinion on the game, so on and so forth, which I think is ridiculous. Yeah, because it's like reading the spark notes versus reading the book. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, the, the last, the very last part of this saga, all right? If you go back to that review today, the review is still there, as I explained it, with that link. This paragraph was omitted. Click here to find out why. You click on that link, the, the link's dead. It doesn't go to it anymore. This is IGN? This is IGN. <clears throat> I, I promise you, I, will sh you know, I don't want to keep holding this up. I'll that's show it to crazy. you after, after we're done here. That's you know? crazy. It's, it's a story I always remember, always reiterate, because this is a big deal to me. Yeah. Um, so that, that link's dead. No one remembers that anymore, really. What's stopping them from removing that sentence that says this paragraph was originally omitted? What's stopping them from removing that paragraph? No, one, no one cares. No one's going to know. No one's going to follow up. I feel you, man. Um, that's the current state of video game journalism. Uh, there was the IGN review that uh, this guy plagiarized Dead Cells. Yeah, I heard you know, that. Was, that was a really big deal at the time. And everyone's like, oh, but they caught him. You know, they did a good job. They caught that one. Why does IGN hire freelancers? Why don't they have a dedicated review crew? Electronic Gaming Monthly has a dedicated review crew. IGN only hires Cheaper. freelancers. Of course, Cheaper. exactly. They only hire freelancers. That's what leads to that. <laughs> well, you have deadlines, and if you don't meet the deadline fast enough... The way if an easy fix is saying, listen, the game's released this day, you have 60 days, then the review will be released. Oh, you're talking they, about, um, you're talking about have a, oh, what's the, what's the term? Oh, God. A moratorium? No, 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 no. Like, you're, you're not allowed to, like, touch it until a certain amount of time. Well, no, you can touch the game, but this, make no, the reviews are like on this day. Yeah. About a review, yeah. Then yeah. it would put everybody um, on the same play field and give ten, people time to breathe. There is a word for that, and I... NDA? No, not, no, N no. not NDA. Um... Mm. I wouldn't know. Actually. Whatever. I know. We're no, we're we know, we know what we're talking about. Yes. Um, that, would, that would fix a lot embargo? of it. So, embargo. Yeah. Embargo. Yeah. That would embargo. fix a lot of it. Theoretically. Theoretically, it yes. It, right? Theoretically. The reason why it won't really work is because... Um, so, okay. Theoretically, it's going to work for IGN and GameSpot and the companies. All right? It's not going to work for the little guys. The YouTubers. The YouTubers, also. you know, who they're going to rush out, through, you will rush through the game get the review done the first week, and uh, then all the attention is going to go to them. Yeah, and then IGN is going to turn around and be like, well, what the hell? What about us? That's you know? true. It'd be too hard to police. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. What it's going to come down to is you're going to have to police it. No one's going to do that. Yeah. No, like, you can't. Not really, you yeah. know? If it's not going to be on YouTube, it's going to be on some other video sharing site, or it's just going to be a written article, which is fine, too. You can't police at all. It's yeah. not possible. I got, I got a solution. They should just... Message you on Twitter, ask you for your opinion of the game, and that's it. <laughs> you got it. Four face buttons will give his own review. Messaging. I love we just it. launched that today. Everybody, go start messaging oh. four face buttons. Every game, any game, he yeah, will I'll, he will play it. I'll do it. I'm not against it. Last of Us Three. <laughs> All right, I, got, I, I, won't, I won't do that. No. Check out Power Up Two. <laughs> what is it? No, no, not this again. No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I do have a gaming hot take before we go on to our next topic, oh, yeah, and that is. I, I know I held this up. Go yeah. ahead. And that is um, that uh, games have not gotten harder. If anything, they've, gave, they've gotten a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Because oh, some yeah. of the games that we had to go through when we were growing up, 
yes, I, I, it may sound like I'm an old guy. I am. But um, some of the games that we had to play back then, Lion King, one of them. <laughs> um, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. Mega Man. Stupid ridiculous. Metroid. I mean, there were some really, really tough games. And it's just like, if you died... That's it. You got to start all the way back at the beginning. Oh, yeah. No, Ghouls and Ghosts is, even on the arcade version, it's a freaking quarter buncher. You know, like, you die so quickly. I, um... Ninja Turtles on the NES. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. I, uh... No, no, there, there was a... Uh, I, I got another good game. Um, go ahead. Jim, when I was young. Earthworm Jim's a hard one. There was another one, You can't tell the levels. Like, the... the Battletoads. Battletoads are ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, the race level. No one can beat but that. But see, they had, they had to rely on either storytelling through the older games yeah or difficulty yeah or both you know like how difficult can we make this so that they cry at night you know what i'm saying oh, like that's <laughs> that's how it is you know that's uh, right so, it again next week you plebe exactly <laughs> so exactly. i don't want to hear so, so it's like well, i don't want to hear from you know from these casual gamers that well these games are too hard nowadays they're making games too hard it's like no they're, if anything, they're just easy. It's just that you suck. Get oh, good. No, I, I <laughs> Get good. <laughs> the, the, only, the only exception is the Doom series. No, Doom oh. has even gotten easier. Too. Ultra Nightmare. Okay, Ultra Nightmare. I oh, will give you that. Yeah, if we're, if we're talking I about have like PTSD you know, from trying it out my first time. <laughs> yeah. If we're talking about like the, like the highest difficulty stuff on Doom, like that can get tough. Oh yeah. That can get pretty tough. Yeah. But back then, where there was like no easy mode that you could select, yeah. like you had to play the game as is and just be like. Try to beat it. Try to figure it out. And if you didn't have a memory card, you're screwed. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> you yeah. gotta leave your PS2 you, or your PS1 on. <laughs> oh, I know. Exactly. <laughs> run it overnight. I can Turn it upside down so it cools. And so then you get home cool. from school, and then you find it off, and you're just like... I have it in all the time. My mom shuts it off. Oh, your I don't plug it to running. plug in the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> like, right. I saw it was running. What do you mean? It was... Why did you do that? <laughs> you know, yeah, dude, the pain, bro. <laughs> we were, we did a we did a, a run through uh, Jedi Power Battles in, in two days. That's a good game. And that we did it with a buddy of mine, and for the entire weekend, and we had to leave it running the entire time. That, that thing a, was so hot. The game, the PlayStation was burning. What was Power Battles? The uh, like the beat 'em up kind of game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, like it was kind of like a three and a half D style yeah. one. It, it was. It had like platforming elements, and it was like top down perspective. But it was essentially beat 'em up, right? Yeah. So yeah, with lightsabers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the characters was Mace Windu. The other one was Obi Wan. Yeah. So like, uh, well, it was Qui Gon Jinn. It oh, was Qui Gon. I'm sorry. Yeah, Qui Gon Jinn. Qui Gon Jinn, Obi Wan, Plo Koon, and then there was one other guy. Oh, so there were like multiple characters? Yeah. Yeah. Plo Koon was like the the like the like the monstrous looking Jedi with the the orange lightsaber. Was there? Ahsoka, was she in it? I don't think she was even a character yet. I don't think that Star Wars they didn't come up with her yet. I think it was Mace. It might have been Mace. I think it was four, and then the unlockable was Darth Maul. Oh, wow. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I played a lot of Power Battles. (laughs) I I played it when I was younger, rented it so long ago, I hardly remember it, but... It was good. uh, Very good game. when, When you mentioned that, it came up in my mind. All right, Waluigi, our last topic. All righty. Wait, we technically have two of it but uh what made, what made you appreciate gaming and pet peeves all right i'll start off with Quick. this one um what made me appreciate gaming and my pet peeves um what made me appreciate gaming is just the history of it from dating back from the nes i know the atari was the first one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. before that i, 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 I wasn't before that. I before that the odyssey Wait. 
Okay, I didn't exist. I didn't exist during that time. <laughs> talking about like this the is Atari not a 40s plus podcast. Or whatever it was. <laughs> All I know is, is the Odyssey, the first home I game. I think it's probably the first. I one. think uh, the the no the Magnavox well, brown box. Yeah. Or is but it the like television? That. This is not a 50s no, plus podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. And television was around the Atari 2600. Because all those started coming out, Famicom and all those started coming out at the same time. My brain hurts. Yeah, from fa- well, no, Famicom was after, oh, okay. between Atari and NES. Yeah, I mean, NES is the American Famicom. But for me, it was the NES. Yeah, but for me, it was the NES, and it made me appreciate, you know, where it was from from the very beginning. I got to play on the NES. That was my first um, gaming console, all the way up until the PS5. And I appreciate gaming. I love it, and I love the history of it. And I've got to experience so many games, and there's still more hidden gems out there that I don't know about, that I've heard about from other people or other third parties or whatnot. And I just love it. I appreciate it. And, and you know, it's going to keep going. Gaming's going to keep going. It's going to keep moving forward. Granted, I don't like some of the business practices that, you know, these companies are doing. And I know some of the stuff that we appreciated back then is not going to be with us, you know, moving forward because, hey, everyone's trying to make a buck. Yeah. I, I get it. But um, other than that, I pet appreciate it. You said, right? Pet peeves was the other part? Yeah. Yes. And, of course, my pet peeves is um, DLC. Okay. That's it. DLC. Just That's my pet peeves. I'm, just give us a full game that has, like, at least over 100 or 200 hours worth of content in it end game that content would be huge they'd yeah. have to hand you a hard drive those are few and far between plug this in yeah or at least bring back the laser disc or at least <laughs> yeah or at least make games that have like very high replay replay um replay, replayability make replay it like ability. a choose your adventure yeah where every time you put it in it's a totally different game Oh God! Yeah, you like, can't beat I, it. You like, got one shot or change. Like for me, you would like visual novels, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> like for me, I could play Skyrim all over again because that's a game you could just keep playing over and over and over yeah. again, oh, and yeah. I'll still I have agree. a really good time with the game. And it's a game that I have to force myself to stop playing because I get addicted to it. Okay. So, that's it for me. DLC. Yeah. Um, I, I started playing games with the uh, NES as well. Uh, I distinctly remember playing a lot of Super Mario One. And um, I hated three, but yeah, right. Revolutionary. Everyone, everyone loves. Everyone loves Super Mario everyone Three, loves but I, I hate I it. I don't hate it, but it was so much. Radi- it was very radically different than the other ones. Yeah, extremely I, dimensions, and everything. I hate uh, the cat suit. So you don't like Doki Doki Panic. <laughs> <laughs> I like Doki Mario Two is cool. Panic. I liked Mario Two. I like Mario Two. Yeah, Mario Two is good. I'm I'm fine on Mario Three, but I actually prefer one. And then two, and then three, I like the least. Okay. I don't know. It's, I, but everyone loves three. That's yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, yeah. So growing up with a NES and Super NES, uh, I, and and N64, I obviously loved games a lot, and I just had fun playing with them. But it wasn't until um, my my brother wanted a PlayStation One really bad, and I'm just like, I don't care. It's just more games. And he got Final Fantasy VII because he heard like a big deal about it. And uh, when I played it, that was the first game that uh, gave me the impression that these can be more than toys, so to speak. You know, more than just like they are. Don't get me wrong; I'm, I'm with you. They're more than they're basically just entertainment when you get down to it. But yeah. the fact that it, it could tell like an interesting story, yeah, and have like a variety of characters with varied motivations and development over time, and this fascinating world, and so on and so forth. Fun Fantasy VII was the first game that gave me the impression like, oh, maybe there's like something more here. Like, this is interesting. 
Um, and then the second game that like really just blew me away was uh, when I played Silent Hill 2. Yeah. Uh, I never played another Silent Hill game before, and my brother rented it on a whim just because, like, oh, this game looks weird. And I played it, and I was like, like it, it, when I was younger, like, it was scary. And uh, it was just a beautiful-looking game, and the voice acting was good, and so on and so forth. Looking back nowadays, I, I think the voice acting is rough. But uh, I still love the game. I still think it's fantastic. And uh, that game made me think, like, oh, I, like, video games can be art. That was, like, the impression that I got at the time, you know? And, uh, yeah, from, from Sound Hill 2, I started looking into, like, video game magazines. Like, what are people saying about games? What's the discussion going on? And that just led me down the whole rabbit hole that I'm still going down today. Um, yeah, that's what was the pet peeve? peeves. Pet peeve. What do you hate um, or dislike, technically? I'd say my number one pet peeve by far is the fact that uh, there still isn't a controller that's six buttons and has a good D-pad. Oh, you oh I, my talking about the second <laughs> controller? <laughs> never. How would you control that? You'd well, have to put no, it on your I, lap. I, I have it's called a, a fight stick. No, no, I have no. A, I use a six-button controller. He has a Sega oh, you Saturn. Have a six, uh, you have yeah, yeah. uh, Oh, the it's Sega very, Saturn. It's very similar to a Sega Saturn controller, you know? <laughs> I have several of these from, yeah. like, different companies. He all went of through them, all of them. Yeah, they none of them have a D-pad that's perfect. It's a legal issue, isn't it? Because, like, the Nintendo has, like, a trademark oh, on this. I mean, maybe. It, that The, the D-pads that are single-piece, it's because... Legally, they can't make one that's set four separate buttons because Nintendo holds the patent. Yeah, it's, it's some kind of ridiculous BS like that. Yeah. You know? Wow. I'd, Maybe. You no, know, you can get a converter though for like a Dreamcast controller to a Sega Saturn. That would be interesting. That'd be nice. Yeah. The Dreamcast nice. controller is giant, but it's not a bad controller. I don't like the Dreamcast controller. The triggers, I think they're really awkward. I think they're stupid. Yeah. But it, but it's a nice D-pad. <laughs> yeah. It is a nice D-pad. Um, but the, the point is, how the hell are we this far along? How the hell have there been so many six-button controllers and all of them have something about the D-pad that's not perfect? And it's, if I was smart, I would just use a fight stick or I would use a, a hitbox. Should I should show my snack box? No. Okay. I, was, I forgot where episode passed it. <laughs> but if I was smart, I would use that because it's, it's a really good controller and it just works. But I'm, I'm stubborn as hell. Um, honestly, that's like my number one pet peeve, the fact that like we still don't have it. It's crazy. There's a notice on the screen. Oh, there's a notice on the screen? What does it say? Oh, no. I was recording on your computer. Yeah, it was recording on my computer. Crap. Don't worry, it's being streamed. It's All still right, being streamed, yeah. but that sucks. Eh. That's what I get for going off on the tangent. <laughs> All right. You go ahead. My, my, I would say my first memory of video games is probably the NES because my grandmother worked for the Home Shopping Network. And oh, she cool. got that stuff. For, for, like, I don't know how she acquired it, but she acquired sure. it. She acquired so it. she had that. And then I remember those, like, all I can think of it is, like, think of it like those cheesy handheld games that had, like, that really bad, like, calculator-type screen. And oh, well, you the, just the had Tiger a, Games. Yeah, the Tiger Games. Yes. Oh, wow. I remember those all vividly. Ah. Uh, but the first system we had in the house was PlayStation 1. I got it for Christmas with my sister. It came with Crash Bandicoot and Blasto. Ooh. It came with those two games. And then, um, and then obviously, arcade games. I was more into arcade games than anything. And then, and then now, honestly, I mean, the last system that I ever purchased was... 
the most recent system that I ever purchased was uh, for myself, not for the arcade, was a PSP that I freaking uh, Sorry, that was my the PSP that I uh, that I uh, hacked to run emulated games through. Smart. That man. was the last thing that I ever did. Smart. I don't really play a lot of games the now. Best reason to own a PSP. Exactly. <laughs> I I, uh, I don't really play a lot of video games now, just because I'm more focused on keeping Flynn's alive. Yes. Than uh, playing, and people find that really fascinating. That are they like, what you don't? And I'm like, no, because you can't be a user of your own supply. I mean, that's that'll really mess you up. Yeah. So that's like yeah, rule number tough. four or something tough, like man. that. But uh, we are looking forward to that uh, stream of you playing Stray. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the only game that I probably will play through. But and I want to play through the. I'm a very very big fan of Scott Pilgrim. So that one oh, they came sure. out with, I really yep. like Scott Pilgrim. The movie is a beat 'em up game. Beat 'em up game. It's, it's yeah. a cool game. I, I played the hell out of it. One of the best uh, movies I ever seen. I want to try that one. But anyways, uh, pet peeves. The pet peeve I would say is. Um, you can also be the arcade too. Well, yeah, I'm trying to think. Pet peeve today of the gaming world would just be like, um, I don't know. People stepping too hard on the dance no, dance. No, that's machine. easy to fix. Those are easy to fix now. But <laughs> just it's more annoying than anything. <laughs> Uh, I would say, yeah, stomping harder is not going to make you play better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they think it will. Oh, yeah. God bless them for it. They can do whatever they want. Godspeed. I would say, you know, the pet peeve would probably be the the sense of the community that once was there and so, like, so enjoyed back when I was in, in, in middle school or high school or whatever from the gaming world has kind of dissipated. Sure. And I would say that's kind of a, that is a shame. You know, that, that these communities, I mean, Flynn's is like far and in between, think. I mean, there's not a lot of places like this exist anymore because of the nope. mere fact it's very difficult to do this, but it's just the lack of community, you know? The only things I can think of is here and Arcade Odyssey in Miami. I don't, I can't think Well, of even though else. I'm talking about like, what you think about video game consoles, no place has video game consoles anymore. Oh, yeah. Other than yeah, us. Arcade yeah. doesn't even Other than know. us yeah. because of the mere fact of space. Yeah. You know, so... Um, but yeah, I would say lack of community. That's the biggest pet peeve that I wish they were more connected and not keyboard cowboys. You okay. know, more like face to face. Hey, you got to hash it out. You just talk smack for five seconds about your mom or whatever <laughs> and you move on with your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's pet peeve. Ben? Um, the thing I really appreciate about gaming is me being, I was more of a PC gamer thing that always kind of kept me involved was the mod scene um even like, nice like even like when i was playing like starcraft back in the day there were like mods to like oh, yeah. mod in alpha build versions of buildings or different like you could have like uh nice. they'd mod in the wraiths and instead they'd be x-wings from star wars <laughs> dang stuff like that it was always really cool and that would, like, it would breed life into games and then like um as I was getting older, like a uh, game that sucked up a lot of my time was Homeworld, and there yes. was tons and tons of mods for that. And being big into anime, there was like Macross and Robotech mods. So instead of my little spaceships, now it's the fighters flying around. And then there was Gundam mods for that. So I, I something that I really love about just gaming in general is, especially with PC gaming, is the modding community. Mm but it also kind of leads into the pet peeve of where developers do half-finished games and they expect the modding community to just yes. eh, fix it yourself. Like you mentioned uh, Skyrim. Yes. It's oh like, um, God. What, what was the thing? Where they, there was a notorious thing where they charged 
for DLC for armor for your horse. Yeah, yeah. that was an Oblivion. But like the was it Oblivion or Skyrim? Yeah. But like the modders had already done that like months ago, yeah. and they re- it looked like to the casual observer they had just taken that code. I'm sure this is not exactly what happened, but how it looks, they just that, took that, that code <laughs> sold it and then sold it. And just, ah, this is probably something that was like five minutes to program and probably should have been in the game on launch. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I really love the modding community. I kind of hate that, you know, a lot of developers use it as a crutch to, uh, you know, it's the game's half finished, but if we don't patch it, the modders will fix it. Yes. Yeah, no, it's, it's a big problem. Uh, yeah. And uh, if, if, if you like Elder Scrolls and Skyrim, fine. I'm not going to chastise you, but that's a big reason why I don't have any respect for that whole franchise. Yeah. Because uh, with, with like Daggerfall and Morrowind, it's like, all right, I'll give you respect for doing it so early, for having such a big world. From Oblivion onwards, like, get your shit together. Yeah. The, the other, uh, agreed. The other problem is, is like uh, the guy that's like, oh, five, this sword weighs five pounds. That's completely unrealistic. Five minutes later, his, his mount is like Twilight Sparkle from My Little Pony, and his companion is Keith Lockhart. <laughs> and it's like, perfect. This is exactly uh, what I wanted. It's like, uh, this isn't even the same game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what this is, but it's certainly oh not what it was. God. Oh, man. Uh, so, and also, uh, if you got more, but. And then yeah, also, that's pretty much it. Well, oh, but yeah, that's right. You said Pet Peeve, yeah. Yeah, it's that kind of both it. at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. And Waluigi, down to you. Uh, the young one. I know. What made me appreciate gaming was um, seeing a lot of these commercials when you were younger, just imagining like Pokemon and such. Yes, with no censorship. Exactly, because they're pretty. They are pretty raw. I mean, they made you think. Like what some of the video game video game uh, commercials. Commercials back in the day. Like, yeah. like I don't remember like a particularly racy Pokemon no, no, commercial. No, 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 no. I'm saying like, I'm saying like, they had no though. problem insulting your intelligence or like, well, they you should. Know, making you make fun of you. <laughs> yeah, they should. They you should. Know what I'm saying? Or, being crass. or being crass or like you know being as far as they could push the envelope. Now yeah. it's all very PC. But do you remember the oh, Dead yeah. Space commercials? It was like the game your mom hates. Yeah. And it was just like, the heck? They 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 filmed it like it was a very candid camera kind of thing. I think they had like grannies watching it coming. Oh yeah. my god! And then the, the light, the light was dark, so it had like this, uh, this green light effect, you know, yeah. for, like the night vision effect. I remember that. And it was just very like, all right, whatever. Yeah. But, but talking about those old '90s commercials, remember the one for um, Super Mario World 2: Yoshi's Island, where it was because uh, Yoshi like just eats all the time. Right. And it was the commercial about this guy in a restaurant just stuffing his face yes, I endlessly that. I remember that. until he got so fat that he exploded. And when he exploded, there was the cartridge, or you know, the box. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like crass I loved, and gross commercials. The most illogical like, things. People could take a joke. Have. People yeah, could take a was, joke. It wasn't it was serious. Cool. It was cool. Nowadays, it's like yeah. Legend of Zelda dance number. Oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe the olden days weren't so good after all. <laughs> yeah, slightly. Smash Bros. commercials, even the God of War three like commercials. Oh, this, this the GameStop pre-orders that show you what they're going to be pre-ordering, but with a little joke in it. That's yeah. what I miss about GameStop, like the classicness of like, you already know what you're going to get. We don't have to tell you. It's already on TV. I miss the early days of GameStop. <laughs> but before we learned their bit, bu- before we learned about their business practices. When we were still naive. Yes. So, yes. My first job was at a GameStop. I'm so yeah, sorry. Same here. <sighs> same here. Yeah. So was Herb's fun fact, even though he's another boomer that's not here. Oh, yeah. Shame. It'd be cool if Herb's was here. Nice. Eh, next one. He's, yeah. d- he's ducking. Anyway, I'll, I'll have a different cast of people by then. Sure. Pet peeves, I would say, um, 
definitely parental guidance, lack of community from other game developing companies that can't even reach out to people, answer proper questions, or do a Q&A, ask me anything. Something to at least get people's attention and say, hey, maybe this is a chance my voice can come out. Because we're in modern day where we have like eight different social medias where companies would join us or will join in so we can just follow them, get their advice and such. But they would just say, hey, here's a new game. Forget you guys. Yeah. They, they don't care to have a discussion. Yeah, the only people it seems to go through a lot through is Twitter, which is very effective. Mm-hmm. Like, Arxis is definitely on clutch for some of the things that they request. Yeah, you just bully them online to, exactly. the, point, to the point where it's like, all right, you know what? We'll, we on. give in. You guys harass us enough online, we will give in to your demands. You want, what, another new DLC character? Fine, we'll give it to you. Just stop harassing us. Yeah, <laughs> modern-day cyberbullying is actually respectable for once. That uh, that that image of the the depressed smiley. You were, you were the man that started that too. <laughs> did, you, did you start that? Or no, did you I pick just, it up from someone. I pick it up from someone, okay. and I'm like, I'm chiming in too. And you just joined every single time I see this. I'm like, oh shit, here we go again. <laughs> that that image has become <laughs> iconic and synonymous with uh, Grand Blue. It got and, forced. And finally, we can stop using it. Yes. Nah, it's still going to be used. Watch. <laughs> well, they're going to use it for another game. They're going to use it for Undernight now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, y'all. Well, that concludes tonight's podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching and tuning in. Be sure to, ma- be sure to follow all of us on our social medias. Um, where can they find all of y'all? Uh, you can find me mostly on YouTube and Twitter. Uh, four face buttons, all one word, should be easy to find. Uh, go ahead. You can find us on Twitter and TikTok and YouTube <laughs> and Facebook and everywhere. Instagram at Flynn's F-L-Y-N-N-S Gaming FL. Flynn's Gaming FL. What about the location? We are in, well, I hope that they know where we're at by now, but eh, we, are at, we are located. I always put that, Flynn's Arcade more in Margate, Florida. In Margate, Florida, just uh, Google Flynn's Arcade and more, and it'll pop up. And we have weekly tournaments uh, on Fridays, usually Fridays, what, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, typically. Yeah. yeah. So here at Flynn's. Uh, I'm pretty much on all social media as Uber's Cosplay. Most active on Instagram, though mostly now just pictures of my dogs. So if you like the dogs, <laughs> check me out. They also have their own Instagram. They do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, y'all. Well, that concludes episode 70 of the South Florida Gamers podcast. We will catch you guys on the next one. Later. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching.